So, Nate, you yes, want to tell us your, a little bit about your character? Sure. So, he's born in a fishing village, and he grew up, you know, expected to become a fisherman, wasn't that interested, would rather be a bard. So one day, pirates raid his village. He manages to survive and become one of the pirates through his charisma. And then he's a pirate for a number of years with these orc pirates until they are destroyed by do-gooders. And he claims to be a prisoner because he's the only human. And he get, makes it to the mainland. Now he's kind of trying to avoid those people because he doesn't want them to find out he's actually or was previous. So he joined the Adventurers Guild. Make a living. Sounds great. And your character's name? Keldon. Keldon. Not Liam. <laughs> Liam Nissan. That's his alias. Well, he didn't give me a name earlier, so that's about something. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> One of his aliases. I love it. Alright, Marianne, you want to tell us about your character? Sure. So I'm a half human, half elf, who grew up in. I don't see it on the map. Did you change the name? Uh, Ebrus. Yeah, around Ebrus. And. I don't have the country names listed on the map. Oh, okay. So somewhere in there. I didn't put a lot of thought in my story yet. Here's a, here's a tip. The names of the country are the cardinal directions. Okay. Mm. So Ebrus is to the east, Black Horse to the west, and so on. <laughs> nice. Well, I see it then. So I'm from over there, and <clears throat> I don't, I guess we kind of talked about maybe like my village was raided, but then you're still- well, there's a lot of raiding going on. There. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of raiding. A lot of raiding. Wait, my backstory. <laughs> 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 so basically I've grown up kind of in the wild. Um, I have a pet jaguar. Is it a jaguar? Oh no, tiger. 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 <laughs> you change it like three times. <laughs> and I can ride it. And it, and it <laughs> sure. sure. You're going to be making some crazy animal handling checks to try to ride a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I've just kind of been, I'm a ranger, so I'm roaming the wilderness now and just kind of Protecting nature. Okay. So why'd you join the Adventurer's Guild? Why did Is it for glory? Is it for money? Is it for the adventure? Yeah, I suppose. And I think maybe she was, like, getting a little, like, bored and, like, lonely. And maybe she could do more good with more people. Sounds good. And your character's name is? Oh, Kira Awiki. Kira. Okay. All right. Paul, tell us about your character. All right. His name is Eric. He is a half-orc, yeah, human. He grew up in uh, an imperial uh, support unit, uh, primarily raised by a uh, medic team. And after uh, after a long time, the, the unit was very nice and growing. After a while, he was transferred to a new command, and um, everyone was terrible to him, and everything starts falling apart. And uh, when he talks to his mentor person, it's like, oh, "What's what's going on? Why am I half-orc and everyone else is human?" He finds out that uh, he was actually part of a tribe that got raided by the Imperials, <laughs> and the support team found him and That's raised him. So he got mad at the Imperials, uh, killed his mentor in rage, then mm. tracked down as many officers as he could of the raiding unit and killed them, and then retreated off into the wilderness to repent in his sins. Nice. Yeah. And why did Eric join the Adventurers Guild? Because in a dream... It was revealed to him that one of the officers had escaped, and he had no idea where to start. So he returned to his civil to find them. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I wrote it all up. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice. cool. yeah, I found it on Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. And Gina, do you want to tell us a little bit about your character? So, Fala is 
a very old dragonborn wizard. <laughs> she um, is basically her whole life's goal is just to learn as much as possible everything for science. <laughs> and she lives, I, I don't remember where we decided she lived. You're also from Ebrus. Yeah. Like, kind of like halfway up a mountain near forest. I have my little hermit tower and um, I like to do lots of um, plants and potions and I have a familiar, which is a rabbit, a very scruffy, <laughs> old, <laughs> on its last leg rabbit. <laughs> and that has been my only companion for these 94 years. <laughs> and I don't really like people, but <laughs> it just so happens that there are things I need to learn <laughs> that I can't do on my own anymore. And there are, you need to like learn about other people and stuff too. So that's mm. why I'm jumpers to basically see where I land up and just learn, keep learning stuff. All right. Sounds great. Yeah. The only person to not get raided in their past. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I, just, I just stayed away from everything. People are trouble, clearly. Everybody's getting their bills burned. Oh, do I tell them about, like, my I look? Yeah, if you want to give us, like, a brief description of what you look like. So, I am a green dragonborn. It's, like, a green, like, lizard person. <laughs> Basically. Um, I think kind of old lady. <laughs> and, um... I guess everybody probably stayed away from me because I can breathe poison. <laughs> so, <Nice>. yeah. <laughs> handy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Probably just think, yeah, like lots of like little like spiny frilly things, and yeah, sure, quite a sight. Cool. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> so you are all part of the Sarian Empire, and like most things in this empire, adventuring is a regulated business headed by the Adventurers Guild. As such, each of you have joined the guild in the past few months for your own reasons, and they have trained you and tested your basic skills and have grouped you four up into a unit. Your group is now headed to the small village of Oakheart. It's just a few days' ride, I believe I said west. Yep. West of the capital. Um, it's a very wooded area, and when you get to Oakheart, you shall be meeting with a man who shall give you your final task which will make you full-fledged members of the guild. So you've been on the road for a few days. Um, You hitched a ride uh, down the main road uh, until you hit the branching road off to Oakheart. Um, The path to Oakheart has been a very wooded area, so you haven't seen the village until you exit the woods um, upon the village itself. Uh, So as you exit the wooded path and come to the small village of Oakheart, the best word you can think of is quaint. It's a very small town. It's very rural. Um, there's not a lot going for it, uh, except there is a clock tower in the center of this small town, which is very impressive, actually. Um, <clears throat> uh, this clock tower is in the middle of the town square, um, and as you come into the town square, there's a few buildings around it. Um, to the left, you there's a building that you take to be the inn. Um, the front of the building has a sign on it, and uh, the only thing on the sign is uh, a bow, um, and it's it's very old and very faded. Um, uh, across the square from the inn is uh, 
a larger house that you take to be probably the mayor's resident. Um, and in a third side of the square is a more neglected looking building. Uh, and the sign on the front of it bears the insignia of the Adventurer's Guild. <clears throat> so the Adventurer's Guild does have a small presence in this small town. Um, and across the square from the Adventurer's Guild is uh, the town green. So it's a, it's a large field with lots of flowers since it's, it's spring. So the flowers are in bloom. It's very nice, very pretty. Great place to take a picnic if you wished. <laughs> um, and there is a small river um, not too far away from this village. Uh, that runs down off to the south, and um, you can almost hear a small waterfall down that way. And right where the waterfall is, uh, it looks like that's where the uh, the mill used to be. Uh, though it appears that the mill is abandoned, uh, the wheel's still turning, but you don't see any activity. So it's it's probably not really in use anymore. <laughs> um, and one other thing, it looks like outside the Adventurer's Guild, uh, kind of tucked around the corner, is a large, um, it looks like a carriage. Um, but you don't see any hitches for horses or anything to actually pull the carriage. Mm. And you guys are in Okar. Can I ask, do we have an idea about how big the town is, population, or square? Um, it's not terribly large. Um, you would say, um, that the actual town itself has maybe between 70 and 90 people living in it. There are uh, a couple small farms kind of outside around the city that you kind of get the impression that they kind of come into this small town to do business. What are our orders specifically? Um, your orders were to come to Oakheart and find the man to give you the final test. Okay. So it doesn't say anything about going to that adventure? Specifically. Uh, not specifically. I feel like that would be a good place to start. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. You should probably head over there first. Okay. Yeah. You want to head into the adventurer's guild? All right. So Unless you pr- anybody's tired and <clears throat> wants to grab a room. Real um, it's pretty late morning. So it's... Uh, the, the path from the main road maybe only took about an hour or two to get to the town. It's not too far off the beaten path. All right, so as you uh, approach up to the, the Adventurer's Guild, you can tell it's it hasn't really been in use for a long time. Um, but the door is unlocked and open. Uh, as you uh, open up the door, it's uh, the common room is what greets you first. Uh, there's some tables and some benches, um, and it looks like there's probably like a bar set up in the back. Um, but everything's kind of covered in dust. Um, immediately to the left of the door is um, a big board that you know uh, in an active adventurer's guild is where uh, uh, bounties and jobs would be posted. But there's just a couple of old faded scraps of paper that you can't even read anymore. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> there are um, There's a set of stairs in the back left. Um, you would know that um, in a standard adventurer's guild uh, Guild Hall, uh, the stairs will lead upstairs to kind of the bunks and stuff like that. Um, In the middle is a a door um, that typical setup would lead to some sort of uh, armory or um, kind of resupply room. And then uh, to the right is another door um, that's cracked a little bit and you see light kind of pouring, just kind of peeking through the door. And usually that's the office of the guild head or the the chapter head for each of the the guild uh, hall. Anybody in the room? Uh, there doesn't seem to be anybody in this main room. It's uh, it's actually dim. Um, there's maybe a window on the far side with the uh, with the curtains drawn open, so there's light spilling in, and you can kind of see the dust floating through the light. Any noises? Um, make a perception check. Yeah. So roll a d twenty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got this. One. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you hear nothing. Um, the only thing you hear is your stomach kind of grumbling a little bit. Great start, guys. Hey. Anybody else want to make a perception check? <laughs> sure. Okay, so roll the d20. Why not? Twelve. And then Plus find your perception skill. So thirteen. Okay, you can kind of hear some scratching from the door that has some light flickering through it. It kind of sounds like maybe a pen or uh, some other writing utensil on some parchment. Sweet. Uh, otherwise, it's pretty quiet in here. Uh, you can maybe hear some kids out in the green yelling and playing tag or, or stick and ball or whatever they play out there. <laughs> I don't know. What do kids do? Stick and ball. Stick and ball, yeah. Ball. <laughs> and just amble up to the door and just sure. push it open. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah. All right. As you push the door open, you see um, you see a middle-aged man sitting behind the desk. Um, he seems to be scratching, doing some paperwork. Uh, he seems to be wearing some... Uh, Actually, make a perception roll. Uh, so that's a d20? Yep. 20. Matt 20. All right. He seems to be we- wearing some very finely made uh, clothing. You know exactly who the tailor was because that's a Matt 20. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, over this fine clothing, he seems to be wearing. I learned older, a lot about fashion. <laughs> he seems to be wearing an older, tattered cloak. Uh, so it almost seems like he's kind of going incognito, but he's not doing a very good job of it. You don't know if that's because he's not good at it or he doesn't really care. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, not twenty. Um, in the one corner of the room, uh, immediately to your left, uh, there's a man standing there as well. Um, he's standing very rigidly. Um, uh, but he's very—he's also wearing very, very plain clothing. Um, but it's clear he definitely has some discipline to him. Hmm. Um, <clears throat> as you uh, as you barge in, uh, the <laughs> the man looks up and looks a little bit startled um, because uh, it's apparent he doesn't see a lot of driving men walking about. <clears throat> uh, he takes his glasses off and sets them down, and uh, he says. Uh, Thank you for coming in. Are you guys the adventurers I am waiting for? Yes. Yeah. That's us. I, uh, I, uh, I am cradling my, my scruffy rabbit in my arms, and I look down and say, uh, and I say to the rabbit, yes. <laughs> uh, very good, very good. Please, you all can come in. So, <clears throat> I have been waiting for you. You are here for your final test to become full initiative adventurers guild. Um, I will give you the caveat first that while this is a test, whether or not you are worthy, everything in this is real. We have not set this up specifically for you. Um, we have two jobs for you. Um, the first, well, let me give you a little background. Over the past, um, two months or so, um, townspeople have been disappearing. Um, it's very worrying, um, because there doesn't seem to be much of a pattern to it. Uh, some people have disappeared while wandering in the woods, which isn't terribly young, but people have also disappeared right off of the road, um, and even a few people have uh, disappeared uh, while stumbling home from the inn late, late at night. Um, so your first job is to try and figure out uh, where these people have gone. Um, the second one is to find the power source of the clock. Uh, the clock tower um, stopped uh, probably about a week ago, and um, <clears throat> it seems the arcane core that powered the clock is uh, gone. 
So that is your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should we? I'll grab them. So there's people missing from all over. Is there any evidence left behind that you've picked up? Um, I've only been here uh, a few days, so I haven't time to do any real looking into this, which is part of the reason why you four are here. Um, but for the most part, there has been a little to no trace. Just people not showing up where they were supposed to, when they were supposed to. So no witnesses? No witnesses that I know of. It seems that if someone or something are taking people, they're targeting people who are uh, either alone or in very small group. Do we know if the timeline of the tower and the missing people line up? Um, well, people started disappearing about two months ago, and the, the arcane core and the clock tower was a week ago. Okay. Um, the last person taken um, was, uh, I believe, yesterday afternoon. So I'm going. Yes. Do you have a list of all the people that have been taken? Um, yes, I do. If you hold on for roughly <laughs> a half of a minute, I have it <laughs> somewhere in this stack of papers here. Um, uh, the uh, first person taken was uh, Dumont. He was a farmer, um, uh, just a little bit uh, west of here. And um, there was also uh, Ames, who I believe was the blacksmith apprentice. Um, uh, there was also Jean-Claude. He was a traveling merchant. He's not actually from the town. He was just in town. Um, so the Merchants Guild would also be very grateful if you found him. So he was a traveling merchant? He was a traveling. Um, he was here, I believe, selling seed. <clears throat> um, I think there were a few others, but I, uh, I don't find the paperwork here. Uh, yesterday, a young boy by the name of Raul was taken. Or at least he disappeared. <clears throat> so the other man in the corner has been very just silent and rigid the whole time? Exactly. He is simply watching you for... I walk up to him, speak quietly, so what do you know? He just glares at you. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> hmm. He's not particularly thrilled with you four being in the same room. Um, could you uh, please leave my uh, retainer alone? He's my <laughs> personal bodyguard, so uh, just don't pay him in any mind. He's just here to make sure I am. He's uh, naturally suspicious of everyone, so don't take it personally. Well, Alan isn't being very cooperative. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way for us to determine if these people are telling the truth? Uh, yes, there is. You have a uh, skill called insight. I'm going to make an insight check. <clears throat> I don't have good wisdom. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty... good at this sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, plus one. Eight. Anybody else want to make an insight check? Um, yes, what do I roll? So roll a d20. Pretty much all the time you're going to roll a d20. Okay. Unless, it's, unless you're in the middle of combat and you're rolling damage or something. Okay, I rolled a six. And what do I... Uh, so you had your insight skill? Oh, there Three, so nine. As far as you can tell, the man is being completely honest. I'll check. Okay. Because <laughs> they're very suspicious lies. Fifteen <laughs> plus one. 16. You have the exact same impression. This man has not lied to you in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Sounds good. In I'm fact, you're pretty sure he has no reason to lie to you for any reason. <laughs> That's cool. Do you I know? Still don't like him. Pull <laughs> <laughs> the retainer. I don't you care. Said Dumont that. was taken west of here. Do we know? where the other three people were last seen before they disappeared? 
The last person taken was Raoul, and he was actually taken while playing in the woods just a little bit north of here. So you keep saying taken, I see rabbit. <laughs> um, that is my best guess. It seems very odd that multiple people uh, would go just simply missing in a two-month span. It is possible that we are dealing with something as simple as maybe a mountain cat, um, but there hasn't been any signs of struggle nor blood as far as uh, any of local woodsmen can tell, though you people have been chosen to be adventurers, so maybe you are better at this sort of thing. her cat in here with us. Uh, no, the tiger would have definitely stayed outside. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not sure why, but your tiger seems absolutely petrified of Fala's pet rat. That's <laughs> And doesn't like to be in enclosed spaces with it, if at all possible. That's probably for the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should go to the inn and ask people what the rumors are. See if there's any local mythology about creatures or something that could be responsible. Okay. And then go to the woods north. All right. So you guys leaving? Yep. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Good luck. And he goes back to doing his paperwork. Bye, Ellen. Say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Just glare at Ellen. <laughs> the whole legend of Gwarf. <laughs> Just, just take immediate, just like, this guy. <laughs> With his stoic personality, I was supposed to be the stoic one. <laughs> uh, pretty much. All right, so you go to the inn? Yep. All right, uh, as you walk into the inn, oh, crap. Uh, as you walk into the inn, uh, there seems to be a, a middle-aged, kind of, uh, maybe dumpy-looking woman behind the bar, wiping things down. She goes, Hello! Welcome to the Faded Bow. How can I help you? She can my bitch. <laughs> uh, we're looking to see if you've heard anything about the missing people in your town. Oh, well, the only thing I heard was that poor Raoul was taken yesterday. Bless his soul. Your idea. Any interesting legends <laughs> for this local area? Legends, legends, legends. Um, not that I can really think of off the top of my head. We're a pretty quiet little town. Um, although... Old Farmer Leon apparently got a much larger harvest last year than usual, and some people ascribe it to, like, fairies working their magic over his crops. I'm going to go outside and be bait. (laughs) (laughs) Pretend I leave the end. (laughs) Oh, well, goodbye, sir. Thanks for visiting, I guess. Is there anyone else in the room? No, it's um, it's probably like 10 or 11 in the morning, so Mm. it seems like most people in this town are probably working. Okay. Is there anything else I can help you find people with? Nothing I can think of unless you know where these missing people are. <laughs> um, well, let's see. Um, <laughs> what names did I give you? <laughs> well, I heard old Dumont was taken uh, on the road into town of the west of here. Um, I think Ames was taken uh, when he was stumbling home drunk one night. I tried to tell him he was having too much and the missus wouldn't like it, but he just kept on drinking. I've heard they've been having marriage problems lately. Hmm. Um, and poor Raul, he was up in the woods playing with some of the other kids, and he just never came home, so I don't know what happened to him. They've been searching for him all night, but uh, they didn't find anything. Should we leave? I'm already outside. <laughs> yeah, right now. Can I interest any of you in a drink or uh, some food or anything? How much raw meat do you have? Raw meat? Um... Well, I don't know if I have any at the moment. The butcher doesn't come until usually sometime in the afternoon. Okay, I'll be back. 
Okay. <laughs> That's a strange request, but okay. <laughs> um, do we have money? Um, You have a handful of gold, maybe about ten gold or so. I wander outside. Okay. Goodbye, <laughs> Miss Dragon Lady. It was nice meeting you, I suppose. <laughs> I'm also wandering yeah, outside. Really yeah. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> she's, she's not very helpful. <laughs> Come back for supper time. I say we go to the woods north of here where Raul was. All right. I agree. Okay. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? All right, so you're uh, heading up to the north woods? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, he was the most recent of the missing. Yeah, like, location. Yeah, most specific. Most specific, okay. He was with other kids, so I don't know where they are. Mm, that's a good um, point. Well, can I like look around as I'm walking? Um, yeah. Um, so uh, as you come out of the inn, uh, to the to the right is uh, the big town green, and you see a bunch of kids just kind of running around and playing tag. Um, there's maybe a couple of moms sitting alongside doing knitting or washing or whatever, kind of keeping their eye on the kids. Okay, I could do that. I think I'm going to say hello to the moms first, so don't worry about a bunch of armed people. I was going to go up to the kids. Hi, I am here to eat you. I'll wander over to the mothers and say that we are adventurers, and we are here to solve your missing person's problem, and we would like to interview your children. Um, crap, I better have another female voice. Catch you off guard. Um, okay, you can, uh, I guess you can talk to the kids, I suppose. Unless All right. you know anything. Yeah. Um, just that, um, just that poor Raul was taken last night, and, um, and Laura and his mother's just been just completely distraught all day. I mean, I can't blame her. Something for the greater good. What's it, that? Not Shaun of the Dead. Hot fuzz. Oh. For the greater good. Sorry. Yeah. For the greater good. Bad joke. Um. <laughs> Is Lauren at home, then? Um, Is this my voice? Do I have a different voice? Um, Yes! <laughs> uh, I believe she's been at home. Um, it's, uh, just a little bit to the north of here. You're gonna make me do another female voice. Yep. <laughs> 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 as many as possible. <laughs> um, it's the, uh, the Red House. Three down and to the left. Thank you, kind yes, lady. thank you. You're welcome, kind <laughs> lady, too. Hey, kids. They completely ignore you. <laughs> They're far too caught up in their game of tag. Okay. Well, should we go push one of them over or something? <laughs> get their attention? Bring her over. Uh-huh. I'll get their attention. Paula just starts ambling up. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. <laughs> that would get their be, attention. Trying to be non-threatened, just sort yeah. of standing there, letting them stare. You pet rabbit. Um, I think I'll be expecting the clock tower. Make an intimidation check for me, please. Um, uh, yeah. 16. 16. And uh, what what do I? Oh, intimidation plus one. No, that's it. So seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> Hope I don't ruin this. <laughs> okay. Almost all the children see you scream and start running. Oh great! <laughs> Except one little boy just stops dead, stares at you, and points and goes, "Cool." <laughs> There's always gonna be the one. <laughs> Fala is a little overwhelmed. <laughs> he comes over and starts touching you. <laughs> Fala 
offers the rabbit as sacrifice. <laughs> His eyes kind of light up about that. And like, he starts petting the rabbit very roughly. <laughs> in the way that only a four-year-old can. I'll walk over and ask the kid what his name is. I'll help you out. <laughs> I'm busy laughing about all the kids screaming and running away. Yeah. My name is Mason. Hi, Mason. Were you friends with Raul? No, he was mean. Oh, he was mean. What kind of, why was he mean? Because he could run faster than me. <laughs> what a turd. What was the yeah. last time you saw Raul? I don't know, like, a bunch. A bunch? Yeah. Did you see him yesterday? Um, yes. How about today? Um, yes. <laughs> what time did you see him today? Um, before breakfast or after breakfast? <laughs> Seven. Seven. Awesome. Where was he? Um, in the woods. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. He just continues petting the bunny. All right. (laughs) I'll be inspecting the clock tower. Can jump on that one? Okay. Yeah. Make it investigate. Investigate. Shoot, negative one. (laughs) Seven. (laughs) It is definitely a clock tower. Okay. (laughs) You are 100% sure it's a clock tower. And uh, the, the hands aren't moving anymore. And they seem to be stuck at... Seven. (laughs) Nice. 940. Alright. I'll amble over to insist with the investigation. Make an amble check? (laughs) (laughs) Make an investigation check. Uh, Okay, which 20? Yes. Three. (laughs) And your investigation bonus? Three. You in fact confirm it is a clock (laughs) tower. Between the two of you, you are 100% sure. (laughs) We've done good work here. You also make the distinct notification that it was actually... 941. Hmm. Is there a door? There is a door. Is it locked? Yes, it is. Should we break it down? Can we? I kick it down. All right. Make a strength save. (laughs) Ten. (laughs) (laughs) You did not successfully break down the door. I'll try to kick the door. Okay. (laughs) Eight. Plus your strength? Two. Uh, you also did not succeed in breaking down the door. What's the side of the clock tower? What's that? What's, like, the material that it's made out of? Um, it seems to be made out of, um, mortared stone. Can I try to climb up it? Um, make a perception check. Five. Okay. Make an athletics check. Seventeen. Uh, nineteen. Okay. Um, you start scaling up the side of the clock tower. Um, I'm impatient. I smash the door with my axe. <laughs> okay. Uh, make an attack roll. Okay. Oop. 18. Nice. All right. Make a damage roll. This is D12, isn't it? Yep. Six. All right. The, um, the axe embeds itself in the door, and a bunch of splinters come out, and... Um, Somebody comes running out of the mayor's house. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you attacking the door? Gotta get in. Why didn't you ask somebody? <laughs> what are you doing, lady? Why are you climbing <laughs> our clock tower? Um, I forgot to exercise this morning. Make and... a bluff check? Persuasion. Make a deception check. Oh. Yeah. A what check? A deception check. Yeah. 
One. <laughs> just one. He does not. So a natural one? <laughs> Get down here right this instant. I do not believe you one bit. Stop climbing my tower. Stop breaking down my door. Can we have the key, please? I I suppose I can let you in. Uh, and he, he walks over the door and puts a key in and unlocks the door and eyes the axe still embedded in the door. <laughs> I take the axe out. <laughs> kind of shies away from you and opens the door and holds it open for you. Wait, you guys are with the Adventurers Guild, right? You're here to, like, fix the problems? Oh, yes, of course. Yes. That's us. Okay. I don't know why you said it like that. <laughs> okay. All right, go on in. Thank you. Fella is still petrified of the tiny boy, don't you? Oh, know? he's he's lost okay. interest and he's ran away already. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say I'm gonna Sorry. try not to breathe poison on him. I forgot about me. No, he's he his Okay. He started chasing a bee and he's gone. Yeah. Okay. Well I guess uh Fala has since fo- followed the others okay. towards the door. He gives you a strange look since you're so much taller than him and <laughs> a giant dragon lady. Oh, like, uh, okay. Maybe you're taller than me. Six foot. Oh, so no. but, and I'm kind of hunched over, so. <laughs> I'm osteoporosis. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your dragon. Poor little dragon bones. Osteoporosis. It's a magic tower, right? It's a magic tower, right? Magic person. Yeah, sure. Figure it out. Right. Oh, yeah. I can, can I... Hmm. You want me to describe the scene first? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you walk in and uh, it's pretty plain. Um, it's a it's a very open, circular room. Uh, there's a ladder in the background that goes up to the second floor where the uh, where the clock mechanisms would be. Um, uh, otherwise, it's it's mostly empty. There's some crates and some bags of food stuff and stuff like that. So you, you take it that it, they probably doubled this building as like a storehouse or at least an overflow storehouse. Mm-hmm. Let's go upstairs. Yeah. Okay. Can I check if I notice anything, like, magical or anything? Uh, make an arcana check. Is it this one? I'm just going to roll this one unless you tell me otherwise. Yep. Yeah. Always roll a d20 unless I say okay. otherwise. Okay. Uh, plus five, ten. Um, you don't see, uh, you don't see anything magical down here or anything that would relate to magic. Okay. You get the impression that it's probably all... All up on the second okay. floor. So I follow. Okay. All right. All right. Um, as you get up onto the top floor, um, I want um, all of you to make an arcana check, actually. You had a natural one. Very nice. 17. Uh, 19. 12. Okay. You got a 17? Uh, you need to proficient. You're proficient, and you got... Um, I got... Oh. Arcana? What? Yeah, so it was 19 total. Okay. What, what did you want to know? Oh. Yep, just that total number. Okay. So you two... Um, well, you all see this incredibly complicated uh, gear work and everything like that. And uh, there's a bunch of gears and um, other clockwork stuff. <laughs> I don't know exactly. <laughs> I didn't expect you guys to go Lots in of here. Gears. So. <laughs> Lots of gears, um, moving pieces and stuff, except none of it's moving at the moment. And they all lead to the different faces of the clock tower. And uh, in the very center of all this um, is what appears to... It's a, almost kind of like a pedestal with um, a sunk-in part, and it, it's very clearly missing something. Um, and you two, um, you guys see runes written all around this pedestal, um, and it's uh, it's very clear that these runes transfer the power from whatever's supposed to be sitting on this pedestal into the gears and stuff to get everything moving and keep the clock tower running. Hmm. Do we know what language the runes are in? Um, it? It's the arcane language. Um, so uh, if you have any dealing with anything magical, 
Um, you recognize the runes correspond to magic. Um, you don't know necessarily how to read them or anything like that. It's just that you go, oh, yep, those are magic runes. They make magic. Cool. Way to go. Can we look around to see for anything that the yeah. thief might have left? Um, you can make uh, investigation checks. All of us? Yeah. Anybody who wants to search around? Eight. I got... Fifteen. Nine. Nineteen. Nineteen. Very good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, next to the pedestal, um, you're kind of just down on the ground, just searching for everything, and um, you actually find um, uh, attached to a nail that was sticking out of boards um, a couple of uh, uh, what looks to be um, torn black threads. So uh, somebody who came and stole this core uh, was apparently wearing something black. That got caught in his nails. Sure. And long if it got caught mm-hmm. next to the floor. Roll. Think of dark magic here. <laughs> Power crystal and missing people. Could be necromancy. Makes sense. It's an incredible leap of logic, I approve. <laughs> <laughs> they stole the magic core. It's zombies! <laughs> <laughs> it would be good if it was. Can I... My favorite enemy. Is this yeah. the one? Okay. Identify. I yeah. choose an object with a much... The, 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 that I must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it is a magic item or some other magic imbued object, I learn its properties. Is that the one? It seems um, like it would be. I'm not sure, but if it's well, not, but the robe would. Drew's on on the the fragment. Yeah, that except really if that's not if it's magic. A magic robe. Right, that's what I mean. Like, with, so um, I mean, use it on the pedestal, but that we already, you already know, know what that, that does. Is. Yeah, you know. I mean, there's nothing inherently magical about these. Threads. Sure. So there wouldn't be anything that they're wanting to well, I think I've seen enough in the clock tower myself. Back to the woods. Head on up to the woods. Unless you guys sure. need to do more. Is, is, the, uh, that door. is the mayor assistant guy still around? I'm guessing. Yeah, he's waiting by the front door waiting for you guys. Mm. Should we question he just, him while he's here? Kind of gives you guys a dirty look because you put an axe <laughs> in the door of the clock tower. <laughs> it didn't open. <laughs> I go up to him, and I speak to my rabbit. Follow wonders if you have any information on where this, what was it, like, arcane, what did arcane you call core? it, arcane core mm-hmm. has gone? Um, I mean, we uh, just, uh, not really, I guess. Uh, it's just um, one morning we kind of came out here, and the clock wasn't moving anymore, and we went to investigate, the core was gone. Somebody uh, snuck in and stole the core. Do you know of anyone in the area that's been known to be interested or practicing that? Um, I mean, we occasionally have some of the kids who try practicing magic. Uh, most of them either give it up or uh, move to the city to join a mage's guild. But Thank you. What does the arcane core do? Uh, what is I'm, its function? I mean, uh, ours just powered the clock tower. So it's a source of power? Yes. For any type of magic? Uh, I'm just a humble mayor of a town. I don't. I'm not really sure about that. Uh, you can make an Arcana check. Oh. See if you know that. Since you're a wizard. <laughs> I suppose <laughs> I might know that. Gina does not know this. Will seven give me information? You do know you have you've read of Arcane Cores. Okay. Um, you don't know a lot about it. It's not really your specialty of magic. Um, you know that um, just within the past uh, ten years or so, it's kind of been a big breakthrough. Um, it's uh, it can be used to power things. 
Um, there's been some speculation that um, even wizards or other spellcasters can tap into the arcane core, but the books you read were had no idea how to do this. Hmm. So if it's a recent invention, surely you must know who installed the core. Uh, we got some of those fancy uh, uh, wizards from uh, the capital to come out and do it. But mm-hmm. we've had this clock tower for a couple, about four or so. So uh, it was the was the real pride of Oakheart, and we'd uh, love to get it running again. And see capital wizards. <laughs> <laughs> what? Full metal. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, do you guys have any more questions, or can I lock up my tower and you promise to not put an axe in the door again, please? Fine. Thank you. <laughs> he closes the door and locks it up and puts the key back in his pocket. All right. To the woods? To the woods. All right. Thank you for leaving. And he goes back to his house, <laughs> presumably to get back to work. All right. So you're just uh, going up to the woods. Oh, we better stop at uh, Raul's house and talk to his mom. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was I saying her name was Lauren? Was yep. It? Somebody yes. else taking notes, Lauren? <laughs> yeah, I do remember. I think it was. I remember. <clears throat> and it was a red house. Yeah. To three, the north. Three to the north and to the left. <laughs> or something like that. All right, so you get to the house. Um, the door seems to be closed. Uh, it seems like all the windows are still drawn. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, you're going to knock? Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm working here. That's so great. Um, you you, you kind of hear some like sobbing kind of come out. And like, Who is it? We're from the Adventurer's Guild. We're here to find your son. Uh, the door kind of creaks open a bit, and she sees the four of you, uh, shrieks, and slams the door. <laughs> I promise we're friendly. We really are here to help. We just need some information. You hear like a few clicking sounds, and then she opens the door again, but now there's a chain across it. Like, oh, okay. Well, how are you going to help my little Raul? Well, when was the last time you saw Raul? Yesterday morning before I went out to play. Hmm. And when did he go missing? He never. He never came home for supper. Hmm. And you haven't seen him yet this morning. No. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mason's also four. <laughs> Mason's also four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he said Fair seven, point. just randomly seven. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not a super sleuth in real life, but I wouldn't take the words of a four-year-old just, like, on the record. He seemed accountable. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> he seemed like an honest kid. <laughs> totally knew what he Do was talking Do you know where his uh, favorite place to play is? Um, there, there, there was a small a small clearing uh, not too far, just in the into the woods a little bit. The, the kids would go up there and play a lot. Hmm. Could you point us in that direction? She just points north. Great. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I've got. Yeah. I'm going to do a quick search of the yard, see if there's anything unusual for a young boy to have. Okay. What is that? Are, uh, are you suspicious of this young boy? I don't know. Maybe he's meddling and stuff. He looks close. <laughs> I mean, that runs faster than other boys. Right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe he was interested maybe, in magic. Is that investigation? Uh, yeah, investigation. Fifteen. Oh, you didn't. Fifteen? Um, I mean, the yard's pretty cleaned up. There's maybe like a ball laying here, or yeah. a stick there, because oh. all the kids in the town will play stick ball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. Or, no, it's ball and stick. I'm sorry. Ball mm-hmm. and stick. Ball and stick. Mm. That's okay. all. I'm moseying we'll on the woods. Say we go to the clearing. Make a mosey check. <laughs> mosey. Eleven. All right. You mosey. <laughs> all right. So you're heading up into the, the woods. 
Uh, can you make a survival check, please? Mm-hmm. And you uh, specialize in forest, so you get advantage. So, so you 20. Roll twice. All right. Um, so, oh, I get to roll twice? You get to roll twice and take the higher. Oh, it's already it's yeah. already 20 yeah, plus my... So yeah, in this edition, um, there are things called advantage and disadvantage. Um, uh, whenever you get advantage, you get to roll the d20 twice and mm. take the higher of the two numbers. And when you're, whenever you have disadvantage, you roll the d20 twice and take the lower of the two numbers. Okay, interesting. So there's not a lot of things that uh, add numerical bonuses to your skills. Usually you'll get advantage instead. Cool. Um, so you got uh, a modified 20. All right, um, you just know... I, you just you know you kind of know where the you have a pretty good guess on exactly where the clearing is as you kind of you go up into the clearing um, and you're kind of looking around and uh, anybody who wants to look around I'd like to investigate yeah, yeah. Uh, make an investigate uh, and since we're in the forest you get advantage Marianne yeah okay. I have a 19 I got 50 do you want to make an investigate or are you just going to yeah. rude I haven't found anything I have a total 20 okay um so, um, it looks like, uh, the clearing itself is pretty, well, clear. Uh, it's obviously pretty trampled because kids run around in this all the time, um, but it's not heavily trampled. Um, as you kind of start branching out, uh, and kind of hitting the, the forest, uh, slightly out on the edge, um, uh, which direction are you going first? Oh, northwest. Northwest? Okay. Um, uh, are you guys following or are you kind of branching? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, maybe about, uh, two, maybe about a minute or so towards the northwest, uh, you find another spot, um, where, um, the brush and everything is very trampled down by something, uh, obviously much heavier than a child, um, and it looks like it kind of started stomping, um, uh, maybe a bit to the west again. Mm, can I go, like, towards the west and make a arcana check? <laughs> arcana check? Yeah. Does that work? Well, Arcana check is uh, your knowledge of arcane arts and lore and stuff. So how do I know, like... <clears throat> you want to read the like, magical beast? Right. <laughs> like, how do I tell if it's, like, a magical creature? <laughs> um, I believe that would be... Is there a knowledge of nature? There's a knowledge nature. There's a nature check? Make a nature check. Ooh, maybe Marianne would be better at that. Actually, you know what? You can make an Arcana check if you want. If you're trying to figure out if it's a magical beast or not. Sure. Well, I'll do an Arcana check if you want to make a... So my good one was 16 for my nature check. Um, it doesn't seem to be an animal. Okay. Hmm. And I have a total of 10 for Arcana. Does not seem to be a magical animal. <laughs> what about what shape are the footprints? Um, they're somewhat ovular hmm. uh, when you find one, and uh, it's indented down fairly decently. You can tell it's, it's, it's a somewhat heavier whatever it is. It's not a hoof? No. Or a boot? Nope. Does not appear to be. Hmm. Does it have any, like, treads? Nope. Pure... Not that you can tell. Oval. Aliens. <laughs> Yep. Or robots. Aliens. Robot. Alien robots. We solved it. Yep. We, go we can go home. <laughs> All right. Alien robots. <laughs> hmm. We should probably go west. I was going to say, if they're aliens, we should build a wall. <laughs> 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 we have like a construction <laughs> up here. Um, yeah. Constructing. That's it. Follow the tracks. <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. Uh, do you want to make a, another survival check for me? Does she still have advantage? Yep, she still has advantage. Well, oh, did you roll? Rangers are pretty neat in their favor. 22. Okay, so you follow the tracks for a little bit. Uh, It seems like they started to kind of curve south again. Okay. Uh, But it looks like you found another spot where there seems to have been uh, a bit of a kerfuffle. 
Kerfuffle happened here. A kerfuffle happened here. Okay. Um, and it looks like... I can't spell kerfuffle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It looks like something um, or some things uh, maybe ambushed or attacked whatever this uh, thing that was traipsing through. Um, And you actually kind of see he drag marks uh, going north again. The oval shapes stop? Yes. And it seems like something heavy was dragged north. Mm, So a machine... So yeah, yeah, it could have been aliens and then the machine grabbed yeah, Right? I mean, robots. <laughs> is there any sign? Man, you guys' imaginations are way better than mine. <laughs> you guys should be the DM, apparently. Are there any signs of, like, kid, like, a shoe or any of Raul? Uh, make an investigation check. 17. Uh, yes, there seems to be, like, a, uh, a small vest, kind of, in one of the bushes. Vest. Okay, I'm going to take that. Oh, you're taking the mask? Okay. Taking it. All right. <laughs> if anything, you can use it to identify him. Yeah. Just find the kid without a vest. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we don't find the kid, we take Does the vest to Lauren and say, oh, this is Miss Cinderella him then? <laughs> <laughs> this is Miss Fit? It's his hair. Goodness. All right, we'll go sure. north now. Yeah, we're going to follow the drag. Okay. Um, just make another nature check. I just keep following the drag. Or tracker. survival check. <laughs> I just keep following Aragorn. <laughs> uh, so eight plus three to eleven. Yeah, um, this is a super easy trail to follow. You have no problems. Um, <laughs> uh, as you kind of follow it, hit the the woods kind of start to thin out again. Um, and uh, right where the woods end, there's a maybe about a fifty yard stretch, and then it kind of hits into the more rocky, cliffy, mountainous terrain. Um, um, and you can kind of see the drag marks kind of uh, start fading a bit because it's it's rockier terrain, like it's not as soft. Uh, but you can, uh, everybody make a perception check. Nat one. 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 <laughs> Two. If it's a nat one, it's just one. You don't get to add bonuses. To oh, one. really? Yep. Eight total. You two guys are like, it's a mountain! <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. I know my forest. Eight. That's it. Six. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. You guys are super perceptive. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, you guys uh, just kind of see that the, the the trail just kind of tapers off. Uh, maybe maybe you think that uh, it kind of kept going towards the north. Uh, maybe a little more northeast again. Hmm. I feel like logically it would just keep going. Yeah, all there is is a mountain, right? So we should continue on towards the mountain. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna keep going. Again. All right. Uh, make one more perception check. <laughs> and try not to get two nat ones again. <laughs> Thirteen. Twenty. Nat twenty. Yeah. All right. You. I actually noticed that you guys completely walked past a cave that was uh, <laughs> like a whole whopping 30 yards that way. Let's go back to the Let's cave. Let's go back to the yeah. cave. Yeah. And you feel like it's very important. I do. I was about to ask, well. like, maybe I should make a perception check specifically for a cave. <laughs> All right, uh, how are you guys approaching the cave? Just walking right in? Mm, I'm going to send my tiger to check it out. I have a dark vision, so I'm going to go in. What? You don't want your target okay. to be Do I have make, your, make an animal handling check, How I guess? Do I Dark vision? Mm-hmm. Um, um, 14. Alright, the tiger walks towards the cave. you have the player handbook? And kind of peeks in and just sits It would down. be a racial ability. My tiger's cool. Yeah, I can't you remember if that's something I can <laughs> You can't talk to him. What's that? Player's yes, handbook. Do I have dark vision? Dragonborn? Yes. Just out of curiosity. I think Nathan's the only one without dark vision. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna kind of like grab onto your coattails and follow you two in. I'll cast heroism if need be. Tail. 
Huh? Hold on to the tiger sting. Okay. I don't think you'd like that. <laughs> I was gonna say, that's <laughs> too risky. Yeah. That's too risky for me. And I believe half elves also have dark vision. Can I cast yeah. Vicious Mockery yeah, into the it, darkness? It wasn't actually listed. Um, it does require a target. Oh, okay. Bug sheet. Mm. Oh, so. Probably wouldn't have been listed on yours. I wouldn't want to do that. Features and traits I could add in already. Mm-hmm. Dragon Dragon lost as fast. Sounded <laughs> a tough time. <laughs> so I'm no, kinda... they do not have dark vision. Oh, oh that's kind of surprising. All right, I will not write that it's in. It's probably because you have like a breath weapon and damage resistance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little um, scaly. So half elves and half orcs both have dark. <laughs> so you guys are just kind of hanging out, like slightly down the slope, while Kira's tiger just kind of chills outside the front of the cave, lounging. He's gonna go in. I'm like, I'll go, go in. in. You just Axe gonna walk in? Ready. Yeah. I'm gonna kind of walk in, even though I can't see very well. I'll go in I'm with gonna... him. Should we light a torch? Yes. Yeah. Do we have the torch? Uh, I've got a few you guys want to make a perception check real quick? Sure. To check if we have torches. Well, no. My bag I'm holding. Yeah, I've got a. I got a five. Fifteen. Okay, so you can if you're Eighteen. Okay, you're fine. Um, All right. So um, as you walk up to the mouth of the cage, you can cave mouth of the cave. You can see that uh, it kind of bends around the corner, and you can actually see light flickering uh, Mm. onto the wall there. Um, So it's clear that there's like a bonfire or some other light source in the cave already. Seems inhabited. Let's see, Ooh. who made per- who what were your perception I checks? do. I had 19 I have total. We both, you have the highest But I can't stealth. see I have, uh, I have yeah, you, she had the highest. Okay, um, Fala can actually, uh, hear, um, a very hushed conversation going on deep in the cave. So, Fala tells... Um, <laughs> 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 uh, that we should be quiet, or, uh, hey, I hear something. Shall I scout and attempt to stealth my way in there? If you want to. I want to, too. Okay. Okay. Yeah, make stealth checks. Fourteen. With the... Apparently I stumble over some loud rocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do not enter quietly. <laughs> what did you roll? A one. And that one? Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's bad. Man, you are having a rough time with this, aren't you? Some of them have been good. Okay. Um... So as you guys uh, got closer up, you also started to hear this uh, muttering conversation. Um, it, it's not in English, or sorry, not in common. English doesn't exist. It's not in common. Um, but uh, Kira uh, trips over her own feet and totally just face plants in the dirt and lets out, uh, ow! And then the conversation just completely stops. Well, hmm. I draw my axe and I charge into the cave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you want to make a quick perception check? Yeah. While you charge in there? Oh, that's not good. Five. Um, nope. Yes, five. You see four kobolds uh, standing around the fire, um, and they look very surprised to see you. What are kobolds? Um, so, small dragon people. So kobolds are small humanoids. Um, they are, like Paul said, they're small dragon people. Um, they're small lizard people. Cool. Um, I think they maybe stand about this tall. They're usually. Yeah. Good to know. I, as, <laughs> as he passes me by, I'm we going know to that, touch him but... with heroism. You, so you, all right, so uh, roll for initiative. <laughs> okay. Is this a good idea? Is this a thing? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Everybody roll for initiative. 20. It's Natural. probably a bad idea for me to just rush in there with an axe drawn. That's but... what I was thinking. <laughs> throw a spell your way. 
that's what my character would do, so... Right. Uh, you know what? Take a point of inspiration for that. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you are doing exactly what your character would do. Alright. Initiative. Unnat 20. Unnatural 20? Yes. Okay. Uh, I need to... <laughs> I carry a bad guy's card. <laughs> uh, what'd you roll? 19. Uh, do you have an initiative bonus? Uh, I don't know. Yep, 20. Like that. So 21. Oh. <laughs> That's weird. Am I supposed to roll? Yeah, everybody. Oh. For initiative? Yep. Just six. Six? Still kind of Oh, your initiative bonus is up on oh, top. Oh, eight. Okay. Um, so Kira is last. Huh? What? Nothing. <laughs> you can respond to them. <laughs> All right, um... So everybody but Kira gets a surprise round as well because you totally face planted. <laughs> 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 um, so surprise sense. round means um, you three all get to make an action and then we actually do initiative. Okay, I'm gonna cast heroism still. Okay, because okay. I see um, you charging in and I wanna I wanna be helpful. Heroism okay. is a first level spell, right? Yep. All right, so you've used one of your two first level slots. Okay, so when I use a slot, what does that mean? Um, so you can cast two. First level spells per day. With or per long per rest. Per rest Right, that's what I thought. Okay. So, um, t- when you wake up tomorrow morning... Mm-hmm. Can I take a look? Yeah. You do get to cast... You can cast Heroism twice if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that. It's just two spells, and that's any combination of the spells. Right, rest. gotcha. Two per resting period. Ton of spells. Yeah. And then I, my cantrips, though, I can use those as I would any other action. Uh, yes, a cantrip can be cast uh, as many times as you want per day. Um, are you trying to get your tiger involved in all this? No. Okay. He's still just lounging on the front of the cave. He'll come if he needs to. <clears throat> so what's your, um, do bards use charisma? Mm-hmm. Yes. What's your charisma modifier? It's plus six. Oh. Ah, uh, spellcasting modifier. Plus four is the small one written underneath charisma. Mm. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. I was looking over at saving throws. Ah, uh, can I see how it and apparently I get them at the start of each of my turn. Yep. So I don't know if that just refreshes to four or if it's four and four and four and it builds. Ah, uh, it refreshes. Okay. It doesn't keep stacking. I would assume that as much, but and I felt actually, Keldon spellcasting... Uh, oh, yeah. No, it is just four, I believe. Yeah. So you get four bonus temporary history. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, no, you don't just get to keep stacking four that temporary would be ridiculous. over. Yeah, no, that's way too broken. <laughs> Alright, so Keldon has cast heroism. Does Fala wanna cast a spell or do anything? Um, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. Are they attacking us? <laughs> no, they, I'm attacking them. <laughs> no, no, they are not attacking you. Eric is attacking them. Fala <laughs> um, <sighs> doesn't know what to do. Um. Can we try talking to them first? Are we already like in Ooh. this? Um, when it gets to your turn, you can try talking to them. Uh, <laughs> Eric is definitely rushing in. Okay. So, I mean, Probably that's the not, thing. He's like, we're now... Much good at this point. <laughs> like, he, he initiated combat, so we rolled initiative and everything like that. You can not... You don't have to do anything during this round. You can you can wait. Well... You can... You can, can, you, you can use your action to walk so you can move up, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. I... I guess. Do I need to be close? Uh, maybe I will hold off on casting okay. one of these right now. You want to hang mm-hmm. on, or do you want to cast uh, one of your cantrips? Um, 
I mean, yeah. I can cast Firebolt. <laughs> so you want to move up around the corner and Firebolt one of the Kobolds? I, I feel weird attacking <laughs> them when I don't know if they're... <laughs> you don't know what their motives are. What would your character that. do? What would Fala do? She would probably... I mean, she's just trying to learn things, so she'd probably just hang out and watch okay. what happens. Okay. Yeah. So, Eric, it's back to you. Um, I'm gonna make an intimidate check. Oh, so you're not actually attacking? I'm not gonna attack them. Okay, make an intimidation mm-hmm. check. It's good you didn't attack them. Then, <laughs> right? so we're not uh, you can even take advantage 14. on that roll. Alright. Um, it was 11, so I'll take the 11. Uh, 14. Uh, 14 total? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, you. I'm just making a wisdom soul. So they're scared. Okay. They're terrified. They're shaking. Hmm. Alright. Um, You've intimidated them. <laughs> right? Um, they all kind of back away from you, um, kind of spreading out away from the fire. All right, then. Um, did you want to do anything else? I suppose. How did you I, intimidate? Did you just go, <laughs> <laughs> or did you say something? I want to say, like, uh, you know, back down, leave your weapon. I don't know, like, they're holding weapons, or everybody freeze, hold, uh, hands up. You're in okay. the rest kind of thing. Okay, they <laughs> drop their weapons to the ground. Okay. All right, uh, then I suppose I'd yell at everybody, hey, everybody else, get in here. Okay, that was a quick combat round. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll join them. Okay. Um, does everybody else want to make perception checks? You can make another one. Yeah. Now that you're fully in the room. Sure. <laughs> On that 20. Okay. 13. 16. Here's my perception. It's in the P category. Oh, I got 11. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Eric notices that, um, uh, so in the center of the room is kind of this bonfire uh, okay. going, um, and there's the four kobolds around it, and um, there's uh, signs of living kind of around here. Um, a couple of old bedrolls kind of disheveled, uh, maybe a bit of food kind of laying on the floor, like a few open, uh, empty mm-hmm. crates kind of propped on their sides that, uh, Cobalt's uh, can sit on. Um, in the one corner, like sitting next to the crates, like just kind of sitting there, hugging his knees, is uh, uh, a young boy that you assume to be Raul. Okay. Um, and he's just kind of sitting there, just kind of quietly crying to himself. Um, and across the, the room from him is this uh, uh, large body. And you've never seen one like this before. It's a, it's a large, kind of uh, egg shaped body, and it has uh, two arms oh, kind of attached <laughs> yeah. to it. And uh, two legs attached to it as well. And uh, in the center, kind of center higher up on the body, uh, it's a uh, what appears to have once been a clear kind of uh, glass covering, but that's broken. And uh, in the middle of it is a uh, what seems to be a purple crystal. But the purple crystal is also oh. cracked. Um, it's not super large. It's, it's, it's maybe about fist size. Um, and... Um, it's very uh, kind of natural looking with a lot of kind of branching arms, but uh, that crystal seems to be cracked and um, a faint uh, purpley smoke kind of coming out of the crystal. Hmm. Do we know how big the arcane core we was? Know how, big uh, the right. how big was the pedestal? Oh. Uh, the, the pedestal is fairly significant. Size. Okay, like. So um, the crystal is big. So um, that means nine, right? If the dot's on the bottom? Yes. yes. Uh. Plus five. So 14? 14, yeah. Um, you're actually pretty sure this isn't the arcane core. Got it. Okay. This seems to be a, a, a different crystal. Um, it doesn't seem to have kind of the... Your, your, uh, what you remember of arcane cores, they, they tend to be made with crystal, but the crystal is usually cut and more refined, while this seems to a lot more raw. 
Hmm. What shape are its feet? Uh, this is definitely the thing I was making the trash <laughs> you're, you're very sure of this. Okay. I'm going to try to talk to them. To the kobolds? Okay. They, uh, they, um, they start groveling and like, Please don't kill us! Please don't kill us! Are they any relation to Dragonborn? <laughs> like um, lizard people? They seem to be kind of like the very, very distant cousins you don't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Um, they do have, they're, they're very lizard-like, um, and um, uh, make a nature check. 18-something, yeah. three. Yeah, they're, they are, they're a very, very distant relation. <laughs> um, you share a few similar qualities. Uh, you, you do both speak Draconic, um, so you do share a language, but these guys are groveling in, in, in common. Yeah. Well, ask them, uh, where'd you find the robot? We, we, we found him in, 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 in the woods. Please don't kill us. Was the robot with the boy when you found him? Y- yes, yes, we, we rescued the boy from the robots. <laughs> when you say rescued, you mean the robot was carrying the boy? Yes. Hmm. Please don't kill us. <laughs> I'm gonna go over to talk to the boy. Leave this to you and the rest of you. Okay. Um, he is he is very traumatized. Hmm. I will play my flute softly and kind of <laughs> dance about a little bit in a silly manner. Okay, make a performance check. <laughs> Can I assist him with my flute? Nineteen. Okay, he seems to kind of like look up at you and he seems to be kind of like maybe this is okay because you're a people like he is. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else want to do anything while like the the kobolds are still groveling, especially to you? <laughs> I'm just gonna keep looking menacing. Uh-oh. I'll ask if I'll ask him. Are you Raul? No, we're just a kids. <laughs> not them. I promise, I I am not Raul. My my. Uh, my name is my name is Gregum. Please don't kill us. <laughs> We're not here to kill you, Gregum. Oh, thank you. As long as you give us the boy back, you you, you can take him. We don't know what to do with him anyway. <laughs> Why'd you smash the robot? Well, because the robot, like it 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 took our it took our families. Where? We we don't know. We were we were looking for the families and and. And and we found the robot, and it was taking the boy. So we, we, we tried to attack it, and we we, uh, we tried to uh, take it back here and see if we could find out. How many people have you lost? Um, a bunch. We're not so good at counting. <laughs> <laughs> Can I go up to the um, robot thing and, like, do something? Sure. What would you like to do? <laughs> um... Would would this one be helpful now? The identify one. Sure. And that Do you takes. Want to start casting it. Yeah, because that takes ten, 10 minutes. minutes. So how so... far away from the town are we? Our. Um. Uh, yeah, I would say, um, like straight line as a crow flies. You're probably only about an hour. Okay. Um, but it's through a couple of pretty dense parts of the woods, so uh, a reasonable. Like, maybe not so nature-savvy person. It would probably take about two hours or so to get here. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's like early you afternoon. You take the kid back. You study the machine. One of us will Whoa. back one of us. You're splitting up the party? I, that's, that's my suggestion. Okay. Because we should get the kid back right away, but yeah. I don't think we, we need to study the machine, I'm guessing. Yeah. This should is we, totally meta. Should but. we meet back at the cave when we're done? This could be a good place to camp. I would, I would say cool. that we should stay at the cave. Seems a safe place to camp with the robots roaming. Well, I mean, 
You guys should like Eric probably doesn't want to hang out with the kobolds, but <laughs> you guys should talk in character and stuff yeah. since you're a team right. instead of just standing there silently and then everybody just starts doing stuff. <laughs> okay, so who's gonna take Raul back? I'll take him. I think he's warmed up to me a little bit. Okay, and we want to meet back here or meet back as we're done in the cave. Mm. Well, I need to stay here for. Can I carry the machine? All it needs to stay here for ten minutes. By myself. <laughs> Question. All right. Ooh. Um, Gina. Fala. How do I make cast? a reflex save? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> uh, where's my reflex? Is that not up top? Oh. Um, dexterity. Ah, Sorry, yeah, dexterity save. <laughs> I apologize. Four. Four total. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> um. Was I casting the spell already, or how did you I... You were in the middle of casting okay. the spell. How, how do I... I just tell you I cast it, and that's how I cast it. And you start casting. <laughs> um, Two things. Uh, take one damage. Oh, great. Oh, um, do I have, like, a damage? Counter? And the robot uh, lurches up and bats you away, taking one damage. Mm. And holds up an arm. And the arm has uh, what seems to be kind of a spear-like attachment to it. And it uh, actually shoots the spear at one of the kobolds. Um, it hits the kobold in the back, uh, and and it was unfortunately Gregum. <laughs> oh, Gregum! No, no, Gregum! Gregum uh, screams <laughs> no. in pain, and you kind of see like his flesh kind of like wither and dry up, and um, the crystal in the uh, robot actually starts to grow uh, glow brighter. And it stands up, and uh, everybody roll for initiative again. I agree. That's giant power. I go last. 18. Four. No, oh. I initiative plus. Uh, oh, I didn't add that. Six. So we both 18. Have, we both have 18. You Excuse me. first. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, so you guys both have 18? Yeah. Uh, what's your natural, uh, or what's your initiative bonus? Plus two. Plus four. You have plus four? Okay. So 18, 18. Oh, uh, six. Six. <laughs> what did you get, uh, Paul? That one. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Eric is just completely dumbfounded that this robot is still active. Like, he just can't comprehend it for a full moment. <laughs> Can I yep. cast... On your turn. Oh. That's why initiative happened. All right, so the uh, robot... The robot, sorry... I have to pronounce it correctly as robot. The robot stands <laughs> up and kind of like starts shaking its arms a little bit like it's kind of clearing out the rust. And it uh, lifts up its other arm and uh, shoots one of the other kobolds. And uh, that kobold also takes a bolt to the chest and kind of withers up. And uh, the other two kobolds just bolt it right the heck out of there. They're just done with this. Um, Keldon, it's your turn. I'll cast Mage Hand and attempt to move its shooting arm and point it at something other than a kobold. Okay. Um, make a strength check. Or make a strength check, but add your um, your spellcasting modifier, which I believe is plus six. Could it be charisma? Which it's is charisma six. plus your uh, um, plus your proficiency bonus, so it's plus six. Okay. I have 14, then. Uh, you said 14? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you successfully point its arm away from the kobolds. Which straight up it. into the air. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're fleeing. Yeah. Uh, Kira. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask if it understands. It does not respond. It does not. Um, well, it's not. It's turning the initiative order. So. So it hasn't this- attacked us yet. 
This is true, but it has killed two kobolds. Um, it did technically do one damage to Fala. Yes. Yeah, that's true. It did. Um, speaking is a free action, so you can still attack and or move or do another action. Mm, I'm going to attack it with my longbow. Okay, so you pull out your longbow and you shoot it. So I'll roll a d20. Nine. Nine. Plus? Four. So Close to my attack bonus, right? Yep. yep. So, so 13. It's... All right. So your arrow goes flying at the robot and just bounces off one of its shoulders. Doesn't seem to uh, do anything. <laughs> uh, next in the initiative order is Fala. Well, I was going to cast Mage Armor, but I should maybe like do something like Magic Missile? <laughs> okay, you want a Magic Missile? I want a Magic Missile something. Right. Uh, <laughs> Seems uh, like so a good thing to do it too. Yeah. Roll a d4. So, if you want to so it's the pyramid <laughs> shape. Oh, right. This, there it is. Yep. So roll it. Uh, so that's two. Roll it again. Four, six. Mm. Roll it one more time. Is it the one that's on the bottom? Yep. Uh, ten. Ten damage. Wow. So these three bolts of energy come flying out of Fala's hand and just strike the robot three times, sending it reeling just a little bit each time. And Eric, it's your turn. I uh, charge the thing. All right. You walk up and smack it. That's right. I swing my axe. All right. So that is 11. You are just so excited that you finally get to fight something that you rear up your axe and you go, Wah! and you just hit the dirt. just doesn't do anything. You just completely whiff it. <laughs> and next is the robot's turn. The uh, robot seeing you just is completely unimpressed. So he uh, attempts to smack you. Okay. Um... And he, in his own excitement, just completely whiffs it and hits the dirt. Still tickets. It seems like you two are just like if you both just take one step closer to each other, you'd have just been perfectly <laughs> All right, Keldon, it's your turn again. I'm gonna charge forward with my rapier and attempt to stab it in its knee joint. Okay. <laughs> it's very specific. I like it. Thirteen. 13 total? Mm-hmm. All right, your rapier goes flying, seeking the enemy's knee joint. But it seems to be armored, so it just kind of bounces right off. <laughs> Kira, it's your turn again. Um, can I throw my dagger? Um, You can, but it's going to be a lot more effective to shoot. Oh, okay. <laughs> can I try to shoot my bow directly at the crystal? You can, yeah. Mm-hmm. 10. 10? Yeah. That's not so, going to do anything. <laughs> right down that arrow, and you're just so sure of this shot. But uh, Keldon just completely missing just throws you off and you just completely whip it. Like <laughs> thanks, Keldon. you're so you're so afraid to accidentally hit him in the back that it, it screwed up your aim and you just missed. Um, so back to you, Fala, um. the effective one. <laughs> so you used one of your two yep. first oh, level spells. Like... No, you can just hold on to it because you could cast okay. magic missile again. Sure. We're low enough level that I can keep dragging. Um, but if I so if I use another one of these, then I'm done for the day, right? Right. But you do have an offensive right. trip you can cast as many. Excellent mm. to fire damage. But is it flammable? <laughs> um, don't worry about that. Like, <laughs> even if it's not flammable, like, it doesn't, like, fire damage just does extra damage to certain things. Like, for instance, if you were, for some reason, fighting an, an-, or an animated scarecrow, fire damage would probably do double damage against it. Okay. Um, or... I'll just try firebolt to see what it does. Okay, so it's a ranged attack roll. So roll a d20, and you add plus 
five because it's your proficiency bonus, which is plus two, plus your intelligence bonus. So I got it written right down here. Plus five. Got it. Hmm. So what's so your total? So 20. All right. So Fala, the ever-efficient one, <laughs> pulls herself to her full height, reaches out her arm, and throws out a fireball straight at the robot. I can do stuff good like wands. <laughs> so roll a d10. Tell me how much damage you did. Uh, is that a one? I'm not sure. Is it a one? Is there a one or a seven somewhere else? It looks like that's a seven, so this must be a one. (laughs) So the fireball goes streaking towards this robot, and she's just so proud, and it just barely clips its arm, but it leaves a little bit of a cinch mark. Hmm. Eric, it's your turn. (laughs) It's not not effective. Right. All right. I'm just trying to make it. Again, I attack. (laughs) Eleven. Eric is just so darn excited (laughs) (laughs) that he just completely whiffs the roll again. Like, Eric is just like, he's like, all right, I got it. So he takes a few steps to the right and just swings his axe down and just hits the dirt on the other side of the robot because he he overcompensated. (laughs) So the robot goes again, and he is just hell-bent on you, Eric, for some reason. Probably because you're the closest. Probably. Um, What is your armor class? 15. Okay, did hit this time. All right. So the robot rears up its arm and just gut punches you. You take... Seven points of damage. Ouch. That is a lot. This is a new encounter, so I don't have temporary hit points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keldon, it is your turn. Can I summon a second mage hand, or the first one disappear? You can, but you note that the first mage hand really didn't do anything. <laughs> but is his hand not tied up? No. It's done? No, it's done. <laughs> mage hand just... Oh, it's one minute. Right. Well, I mean, it's just... Mage hand isn't really a combat spell, necessarily. You can do some... Like, it was a creative use, but it's just... The thing is, is the mage hand can only hold up to 10 pounds, and this thing can exert oh. way more than 10 oh, okay. pounds of, of force. Hmm. I'm going to try the knee joint again. Okay. I'm going for that mm-hmm. knee. I like the specificity. 20. Not 20. So that is a critical roll. So in uh, you get to roll an additional damage die. Okay. So, but what do I do? It says 1d8 plus 4 piercing for the rapier. Yep. Yeah. So, so you roll... So this is just my chance or whatever. Of no, 1d8? Okay. Or 1d6? 1d8. Cool. Rapiers got better. Go rapiers. Uh, so you get to roll 2d8 plus 4. So this is the 8. Yep. So roll that twice. Eight. Okay. One. So that's nine, thirteen. Um, E-joint paid off. <laughs> so you slam your rapier right through that, what pe- actually appears to be paper-thin armor, and you just jam it right <laughs> his knee-joint, and this robot does not like it. But it still seems to be barely standing. Kira, it's your turn. I'll shoot my arrow at its other knee-joint. All right. <laughs> 13 plus 4, 17. All right, so you take your bow, you sight it down, you're like, all right, I got it this time. You sight in his second knee, you release the arrow, and it strikes roll damage. So I also have a 1d8. Yes, two. Roll that d8. Nope. It's the kind of, uh, yep, that one. One. Plus what? Two. Plus two. The arrow strikes the knee, and you see the robot start to, I don't know, wave its arms, and it falls forward, and... Boom! Smashes into the ground. You defeated the robot. <laughs> it's dead. Good job. Congratulations. <laughs> so always go for the knees. <laughs> go for the knees. Here we go. 
I, to I totally dig the like specified exactly <laughs> thing. It's great. I love it. All right. So you've defeated my robot. It's just sitting there on his face. Okay. Is there any loot? Can we like? Is there anything we should scavenge off of this destroyed piece of metal? It's got well, I think we should still have a magic look at it. Yeah, can I can I finish my spell or do I not? Sure. Yeah. Um, or do I not get to do that anymore? No, it's fine. It's a ritual spell, so you you continue trying to okay. identify it. Hmm. Uh, I'm assuming you guys can just entertain the kid. Sure, I'll from... keep playing loot or flute. All right. Or... Um, so you identify it on top of the robot, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stand on top of the robot. Axe is kind of poised right on the back. <laughs> Even though it was the bard that took out the knee. <laughs> well, I'm not. Yes. I mean, he did crit, which is great. Um, all right, so uh, you place your hands on the robot, and you concentrate, and you cast a spell, and you're reciting your magic words, and um, you learn that this magic, or this robot, is imbued with uh, some kind of necromancy magic. Called it, you guys. That you've kind of <laughs> never really it. seen before. It's, um, or even read it before. Um, uh, there seems to be, um, also traces of both enchantment and transmutation, but it seems to be mostly necromancy. Um, and you can kind of tell that, um, the robot itself isn't the source of this magic, but the, specifically the crystal. Um, and also when the, the robot face planted in the dirt, uh, the crystal broke completely in half and there's no longer any mist coming out of it. Okay. Hmm. Should we bring the crystal with us? I was going to mm -hmm. say, can I take it? <laughs> oh, yeah, you can definitely take that crystal out. Um, the uh, crystal is uh, roughly fist size, or two halves of a fist now. Um, and it's a very dull purple color, very, very dark. Like, there's no illumination in it. And um, even when you kind of take it outside into the sunlight, it doesn't seem to really even reflect light that well anymore. It's just kind of, like, it, it seems like a very demagicked item, really. Kind of mundane. Yeah. I'm going to give Raul his vest back. All right. He seems mm -hmm. somewhat appreciative and a little bit bummed because he didn't know the vest. Sorry, kid. So he appreciates the effort. <laughs> so we should probably still get Raul back. And, well, and what about do we know what, what what's his story of what happened? Did we get the idea? No, I feel like maybe we should let him rest and then talk to him tomorrow or some other time. Okay. Um, you guys make perception checks real quick? Yeah. Nine. One. Thirteen. You're just on a roll with that, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. On a roll. Oh, you rolled that one. Oh, I rolled that one. That one's also one. You guys kind of hear some shuffling from the front of the cave, and you kind of see two little cobalt heads kind of pop around the corner. Hey, did you guys kill him? Is, is, it, is, it, is it okay? How do you come in now? You can come back in. It's safe. Mm-hmm. Eric's uh, standing on it. <laughs> I start dismantling its limbs. <laughs> they, they just come over to you just completely fascinated. I'm like, oh, you killed it. Great. And they just kind of like start bowing down and worshiping you. <laughs> of course, they think it's all him. <laughs> he, he's scared he's on crying. top of the body. I mean, I know. <laughs> um, they kind of, uh, they actually just go over to the, the corpses of their two friends and like, they just seem really bummed out. Mm. Really bummed. That's fairly mild. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, super bummed out. <laughs> super bummed out. <clears throat> Wonder if these cobalts have any treasures they would give us for saving them. Oh, yeah, so. Says the pirate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, are you are you trying to rob us? Well, we just saved your nest. 
I mean, you saw what happened to the other two. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, if you guys hadn't come in here and scared the crap out of us, we probably could have fought it anyway. Well, if you'd like, you could put it back together and see how well you do. Are, are you trying to blackmail us? <laughs> yes. It's not a very nice thing. <laughs> but no, still, we don't have anything really. Still mind our friend here. All of our assets are tied up in the Merchants Guild at the moment. <laughs> oh, fine. Another day. <laughs> Mm. Oh, yeah. Hmm? Do you know Jean-Claude? Who? Jean-Claude, the merchant. Yeah, we kind of did business with him a few times, I guess. Did Where you know is he? he was missing? No, that's unfortunate. He was always very kind to us. Hmm. Where does he live? <laughs> can we tell uh-huh. if there... Is there something we can see uh, to think if they're lying? Yep, yeah, insight. Insight, got yeah. it. So roll the d20, add your insight bonus. Uh, 13. Uh, they don't seem to be lying. They seem too terrified to lie to you for. Okay. These kobolds don't seem to be much help. I don't really know anything, and they're just kind of groveling and fearful. Worshipping praise of Eric. Fala thinks one, doesn't she? Have I dismantled its limbs? Yes, you have <laughs> uh, two robot arms and one robot leg. The uh, the other robot leg, uh, the knee was too shattered. It's not even worth salvaging. Okay. I just taken it apart to make sure it didn't come back. Oh, okay. I don't want, I don't want yeah, to you don't want to just keep the robot arm out. Okay. I feel like that's something Richie would have done. <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's dismantled. Okay. Pretty thoroughly. All right. You feel very proud of yourself. Make a proud check. See, we head back to town, team. Not much. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little. All right. Are right, you heading back to town now? We should probably get Raul back to the other. It's, get, so. it's getting late. All right, sure. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, by the time you get back to town, it seems to be kind of a uh, later afternoon, maybe getting closer to supper time. Um, what was her name? Joanne. Lauren. 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 That's close. <laughs> Lauren is just absolutely overjoyed that uh, that Raul's back, and she thanks you profusely, and just like thank you, thank you, and like just tears, and just so excited that she has her son back. Uh, you don't get anything anything useful out of her because she's just too ecstatic about it. Hmm. Can we come back and talk to Raul tomorrow? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Anything, anything. Thank you. <laughs> so we still have a... There's that mill and there's the mayor's office. I'm curious about both those locations. Okay. It's still what, there. mid-afternoon? It's still mid-afternoon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to do? Where so do you want to have... What do you want to do? I'm more inclined to the mill because I don't like the mayor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I was chopping down that door. It was just fine until he showed yeah, up. Yeah, we kind of burned that bridge already. Let's, <laughs> let's move on to the mill. Okay, so you approach the mill. Uh, the mill looks pretty dilapidated. It's pretty clear that it hasn't been used in a few years. Um, like I said, the wheel's still turning, so, I mean, there seems to be something functioning, but not a lot. Um, and this mill is, a, it appears to be kind of a two-story building. I mean, it's actually built over the edge of the cliff and down. Um... Uh, and uh, you kind of get the impression that that's like, it's, uh, it's sort of built like as a two-story building, but they wanted it like a little bit lower profile. Um, as you kind of walk up to the door, uh, it looks like uh, there's a padlock on it, but it's pretty old and rusted. So it's clear that they they or it's it's implied that they they probably locked it up to keep the kids out, but like they just don't really care about it anymore. They just either don't need it anymore or uh, maybe something broke inside. I'm going to walk around the perimeter of it and see if there's anything interesting, any evidence of recent activity. Okay. Uh, make an investigation check. Do that too. 21. Um, 21. All right. Um, 21, that's really good. 
Um, so you actually find uh, kind of a, a, a second secret entrance, uh, kind of closer to the wheel, and it's a fairly sizable. Um, it's just that the way it's positioned is that you wouldn't see it until you actually went around that corner, hmm. um, and it looks like it'd be pretty easy to get into that. Guys, I found a secret entrance. Let's go inside. That sounds awesome. <laughs> Follow follows. Okay. Yep. Follow follows. Follow follows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I'm. I should probably go in ahead and try and sneak around a bit and see if there's anything dangerous. Okay. I'm gonna stealth in there. Roll, roll a stealth check. One. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I love you guys' <laughs> stealth checks. It's okay. Everybody's like, hey, my stealth checks. are like, oh, no, you can't. <laughs> I'll follow behind. All right. So we have a repeat of last time. <laughs> Maybe I'll succeed. Yeah, you'll. Mm. I got 21. Okay. So uh, Kira stealths into the mill and she's like super just into it. She's like, all right, yeah. Nobody can see me. Nobody can hear me. And then Keldon just like stumbles in and just falls right down like through, like he just drops like right through the ladder to the second floor and make a dexterity save. 24. Yeah. And you manage to catch one of the rungs before you like actually hurt yourself, Mm -hmm. but it just... You just, like, hit the wrong, and it just kind of breaks, and you just kind of knock your way down, just making a ton of racket. <laughs> and there's nothing in here. <laughs> At least as you can see. <laughs> make some uh, perception checks or investigation Head checks. In and make yeah. an investigation. In, Assuming you two yeah. follow in. Nat 20. Nat 20? Awesome. Perception 15. Um, 20 not natural. All right. So, um... Are you still upstairs, or do you want to go downstairs? Let's still check the upstairs first. Okay. Um, it's clear that something or some ones have been coming in and out of this mill. Uh, it should be a lot dustier in here than it actually is. Um, and uh, it kind of seems like uh, the way the, the mill set up is um, there's actually a bit of a, a slope all the way down to the second bottom floor. Mm. And with a shortcut ladder that Kelvin managed to completely stumble down. Something robots can be transported on. And uh, mm. uh, there's a very clear uh, path in the dust that goes all the way downstairs. Um, and as you follow it, it seems to kind of just end right at one of the walls that leads, that would be right along the cliff face. So can I be looking in the downs on the lower level? Uh, yeah, you also find it. it uh, like I said, the, the dust oh, okay. leads, the, the trail in the dust leads right up to the wall. And you got freaking that funny. Uh, you can also see kind of uh, these marks in the floor. Um, it's it's pretty clear that there's probably a secret door here. Yeah. I'm going to look for the secret door mechanism, if there is one. Go ahead and make um, an investigate check. Ten. Ten? Anybody else want to make an investigate check? I will make an investigate check. You better make an investigate check. Uh, six. Twelve. Sixteen plus five. Sixteen plus one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Twenty. Yay. All right. So Fala is kind of studying this wall and is kind of like maybe piecing out like uh, all right, you know, maybe a little bit over here and kind of up here and like just trying to like figure out the logic. And then Eric just walks over and just slaps <laughs> the wall and he just hits the magic button and this door just swings out and there's kind of this. This tunnel that leads deeper into the cliff face. My name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric, just like full of himself, just like strides him. Yep. I follow. follow. Yeah. Stuart Rabbit and follows. <laughs> well done, Eric. Let's go in this <clears throat> secret passage. Yeah. Alright, and um, as you as you walk down this passage, um, uh, you actually um, you're stepping on this like strange moss 
and the moss actually starts to release a little bit of a bioluminescence as you step on it. Mm. Um, but this is only as you kind of spread out because it's there's a clear path in the moss straight down where okay. you assume something large and heavy walks. Is this still part of the mill, or is it like a cave? Or... This is obviously not part of the, the original mill. Okay. And it goes into the cliff. Yep, deep into the like cliff. Okay. Kelvin like... keeps walking down right, the path. Down. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you you keep walking, um. Let me pull something up. Can I try to look at the moss? Sure. Make a nature check. <laughs> Just carry oh, some around with six. her flashlight. <laughs> six? It's moss. <laughs> and it glows. Awesome. You're pretty sure it's uh, it's it's a fairly common cave moss. It's just called glow moss because people are very unoriginal. Keen observation, Kira. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> very well best. Uh, as you, you kind of walk down this tunnel, and it kind of twists and turns and stuff, and uh, you kind of reach a, a point where it, it branches in about um, two directions. Uh, one kind of towards the left, and naturally, one to the right. Perception. Oops, perception. Okay. Three. Mm, ten. <laughs> I guess I will. Nineteen. Ten. All right, I'm deferring to you, Eric. Eric, leading the party, looks at these two passages and he notices that um, the the path is much more worn towards the right. Um, though uh, the moss seems a little bit worn to the left, but it's 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 much more heavily towards the right. Let's go to the left first. Maybe there's who's over there as to what's down the right side. Yeah, I agree. Sure. Okay. Um, is the moss bright enough to? bother like taking a little as a light source i mean it'll, it'll probably die after a while <laughs> you can try. okay i take a little moss okay it's pretty sweet moss it lasts about four seconds and then the light dims so much that it's not even worth it all right dang i was gonna say imagine those fairy gardens i mean if you want to like collect a sample or something you can make a nature check sure could have magic. Except I doubt I did anything. Um, seven. All right, you're like super prepared. You get like a little, <laughs> little like petri dish out and like a little scrape, and you're like, and you just cut off like the very top of it, and you scrape it in, and just like immediately dies. Well, you learned something. I learned it dies. It dies instantly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, and then you look up, and the rest of your party is just like halfway down the tunnel. And you're like, oh, so you like get up and run after them. All right. Um, you walk into um, a, a large room. Can I ride my tiger into the room? Your tiger did not want to make an animal <laughs> handling check. Thirteen. <laughs> Your tiger didn't even want to come to the cave. <laughs> Here's the thing: until you reach level three and you actually get the beast mastery stuff, your tiger is going to be incredibly stubborn about everything. Because otherwise, I'm giving you a class ability like three levels early. <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> Once you hit it's level a, three, your tiger is going to obey you in just about everything. Right. Until then, it's going to be a stubborn cat. <laughs> we gotta get you some experience points. Alright, so uh, you reach a, a, a large room, and in this room is yeah, about two dozen of the robots. Uh, they seem to be all just lined up, and all of the crystals are completely dull. But there's crystals in all of them? Yes, but they're dull. So they don't seem to be active at the moment. Um, and make a perception check, too, because perception checks. Might as well make those perception checks, right? Twelve. 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 Okay. Eight. <laughs> all right. Good job. Um, and uh, kind of in the back of the room uh, seems to be like a pile of 
old equipment and stuff like that. And um, maybe kind of like a couple of dead bodies and stuff like that. <laughs> and stuff like that. Just like uh, maybe um, like a few adventure, old adventurers or people in armor with weapons and stuff like that. Just kind of laid in the back. How decayed are these? Yeah, bodies? are they husks? Um, they seem to be very withered. Um, and like it's obvious that their death wasn't very natural, so it's very hard to tell how long the death. Uh-huh. Um, you can make a medicine check to try and tell better. Nine. Yeah, it's hard to tell. They're okay. dead. Um, when I started removing all the crystals from the robots. Okay. Um, make some something check. <laughs> Roll that arcana. Um, you're not trying to be particularly gentle with them. No. Uh, just make some dexterity. Make uh, say two dex checks. Okay. Eighteen. Five. Okay. So you start removing the crystals. Okay. You're just kind of going at it. I'm going to go look at the bodies. Okay. And one, how many are there? Um, boop, 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 boop. About eight. Okay. Can I investigate their hands? Sure. Go for it. 19. Well, so I'll put 20. Um, they all have hands. <laughs> are there any, like, sooty hands or, like, a workman's or a blacksmith's apprentice? Ah, uh, gotcha. I see what you're looking for. <laughs> Didn't know what you're looking for there for a second. <laughs> I'm like, um, Do they yeah. have clever, hands? very clever. They all have hands. Um, for the most part, like they all seem to be pretty grimy and dirty. Um, and um, like, was that a perception check I made you do? Yeah. yeah. And what was it like? What was it? Unnatural twenty. Unnatural. Yeah. So um, they all seem to be of varying, like just from the shape of dress, to be of varying professions. Um, like I said, there's uh, maybe a handful of adventurers. Um, you do see someone in a blacksmith apron. Um, there's, uh, one who seems to be in what used to be pretty fine clothing. Perhaps our merchant. And Ames. I'm gonna begin looting the corpses. Okay. Make another perception check. Two. Okay. For the <laughs> most part, uh, it seems to be pretty basic equipment. Um, there's maybe, like, a longsword, and you find a total of, um... 14 gold. Nice. I'll take it. And also, there seems to be one interesting weapon there. Uh, it seems to be a longsword in the hands of one of the uh, adventurers. Uh, make another perception check. 16. So this one is, this corpse is slightly different. Um, it's still pretty withered, but there seems to be kind of a blackness that started with its right arm and creeped all the way up. And uh, in its hand is the hilt of a sword and it's completely black and the blade is completely black which you know because the sword is about three quarters on sheath and there seems to be a long black tassel uh, attached to the pommel and the... i don't know if we should touch that <laughs> it looks it's... cursed it looks valuable yep this was a black <laughs> coming up from the hand that's holding the sword mm-hmm. i'm leaving that sword alone do you want it maybe was... maybe follow could check it for you Follow, follow can check. Follow checks. Are you making an arcana roll? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It helps if you roll on the table. Uh, what's 18 plus 5? 20, 23. 23. <laughs> You've been dipping into the whiskey. I'm not good at math, but it's about 20. Um, so the arcana check doesn't really tell you too much about the sword, just from the nature of what an arcana check is. Okay. Um, 
you are pretty darn sure that it is probably cursed in some way. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, Would Arcana be able to tell her if we can like wrap it up? Yeah. Um, it appears. Um, are you going to share that information? That oh. it appears to be cursed. <laughs> Fala, this sword appears to be cursed. Thank you for checking, Fala. Mm, yeah, thank you. Um, if you want to make, if you want to try to perceive more about the curse, go ahead and make an investigation check, and anybody can make this check since you know it's probably cursed. Well, I'll be, I hope seventeen. Uh, sure. Seven. <laughs> go for it. Eight. I mean, <laughs> all right, six. you. You're not 100% sure, but you think that the curse has something to do with the sword being drawn. Mm. So we could maybe carry those sheets. I'm going to pick it up. Okay, how are you picking it up? I'm grabbing it by the sheath and tilting it so that it closes as I, as I pick it up. Okay, that seems to be fine. I'm going to fasten it so it does not open. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and strap it on my back. Okay. Do you want any of these crystals? Um... Do I still have... Don't I have, like, a bag gotta, or something? Yeah. Well, I, I've got a bag. I'm sure well, you've got a backpack. Yeah. yeah, you've got a backpack. Um, And there are... How many of the kind of there? I'd say about two dozen. Yeah. Sure. And they're, like... About this size. size. Could we sell them, perhaps, to some merchants? They're shiny. Just, I mean, people like shiny or stuff. Or keep right? them away from whoever's... Right. right. Mean, mm. them away. I can take some... Be the humanitarian approach. some of them. How many you want? <laughs> Follow, we'll take half. Alright, I think All right. we have a half. So you have about a dozen of these purple necromantic crystals. That probably won't be any good at all. But. Yeah, well, but at least we're keeping them. Yeah. So. Alright, um, there doesn't seem to be much else in this room. Well, I'm gonna head back to the other fork of the road. Aren't you gonna talk to your. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the three of you are kind of hanging out there, and Keldon just starts walking. He's just done. He's like, peace, guys. I'm out. I, I got, I got my treasure. <laughs> um, any other passages out of the room? Follow no, this, se- this room seems to be uh, a bit of a dead end, kind of maybe storage cavern type thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, four on an investigate to see any hidden passages, but. You know. definitely don't see any. Okay. All right. You are unsure if it's because you suck at perception or that there are I'll follow. Okay. <clears throat> and you, you, so you're back to the fork in the road. Just going to keep going back down the other one? Yep. I'm going down the other one. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> follow follows. Uh, everybody make I like a... it. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody make a perception check. This should be like your tagline. I know. Follow follows. Oh, my god. A goodness. net 20. A nat 20? On the next 20. Same modified 20. Modified 20. There <laughs> we go. 17. Uh, wait, what was I checking? <laughs> Perception. <laughs> 10. Okay. So, um, as you're making your way down, it's another pretty winding uh, passage, and the passageway seems to kind of getting bigger and bigger. So you're pretty sure it's a pretty big room on the other end. Mm-hmm. Um, and you notice that uh, as you're kind of coming around the corners, it's getting brighter and brighter. So the, you're, you're, uh, the, next, the next room is very well lit. Hmm. Um, and you can kind of sunlight. Not sunlight. It's a, it seems to be more of a, a an artificial light. Okay. What, what color? Um, white light. It's a white light. Hmm. Uh, it's definitely not natural though. It's a, it seems to be more of an artificial light. Okay. Maybe one of us should scout ahead. I'm gonna begin stealthing ahead, folks. All right. I am so excited <laughs> for this roll. Uh, 17. Okay. Wow, you might actually yeah. be stealthy. I mean, crash this mess time. I up by joining you. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. Press her luck. 
Oh, well, no. I rolled a nat 20 on the perception check. Oh, no. So, uh, as... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> that guy's one. <laughs> yep. So, um, as you were kind of walking up the tunnel, you kind of, uh, you were hearing kind of maybe this uh, more uh, mechanical sound, like something kind of clicking against something else, and then it just kind of stops, and you just hear someone say, Who is it? Uh, hello. Man. Huh? Mail. <laughs> yeah. We have, yeah, I have your crystal delivery that you ordered uh, several days ago. Make a deception check. <laughs> I have plus four though. I have eleven. I don't remember making a crystal order. Who, who are you? I am the crystal man from the west. The worst part is you beat the damn score. <laughs> this is the worst bluff ever. <laughs> damn it. Damn it. Stupid insight check. I'll, I'll motion for you two to join me with the actual crystals. Oh, okay. Oh. Maybe I'm going to um, whisper that maybe just Eric should go. Follow draws a lot of attention. <laughs> Impossible more suspicion. I have some of the crystals out here. Can I come in to show you my wares? I, I suppose. I will enter. Is it a doorway? Or? It's just I come kind of into the passage. <laughs> okay. You go with? I go with. All right. Uh, make another perception check. If you guys are great at those. That's probably fine. 19. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Uh, you walk into this uh, very large room, um, and it seems to be kind of more of a workshop type thing. Okay. Um, there are um, large artificial torches. Uh, on the wall, um, and there's crystals in them, and they're casting a very bright white light. Um, and all along the walls are these uh, robots, um, and they're in various states of assembly. Um, some of them uh, don't have the crystals in them yet. Some of them just are just a body, and there's just arms and pieces here. And uh, hanging from the ceilings are uh, about a dozen cages, and in each of these cages are uh, different peoples. Um, there's one cage that has, like, a cobalt or two in it, uh, another cage, um, with what seems to be, like, a villager, and, uh, they're all very despondent, um, and it's clear that they're obviously not being taken care of, and, uh, at the end of the room is, uh, a staircase, um, and it's one of those kind of staircases that kind of goes up, and then there's a thing, and then it goes up, and there's another, uh, landing, and then it goes up again, so it's maybe about a three-story staircase, or a two-story staircase, and at, there's another uh, platform at the top there, and there seems to be um, what appears to be a somewhat overweight, overweight uh, balding man standing up there in a uh, black robe. Hmm. And um, he seems to be tinkering with one of these robots. And um, uh, at the, in the center of the platform up there is um, a pedestal. And in the pedestal is this very tall... Um, very round, well-cut pink crystal. Hmm. How large is the... Um, approximately the size of the one in the pot. Perfect. Who are you people? We are traveling crystal salesmen. We heard there was a necromancer in town who needed some crystals. How would you have heard such a thing? <laughs> well, we gathered that people were missing, and there was a missing crystal... From the clock tower. <laughs> so we kind of put two and two together. And we figured somebody could very buy our crystal. Uh, go ahead and make another bluff check. 19. <laughs> <laughs> Plus. 
Plus four. Yeah, you don't even have plus four. <laughs> well, I'm not so sure about this. Uh, you said you're a crystal salesman, right? Mm-hmm. How much are you selling the crystals for? Oh, two gold pieces per crystal. No, oh, that's a pretty good deal. That's a pretty good deal. <laughs> I pull out a crystal. You want to take a look? Hmm, I don't know. I don't trust you. You're pretty tall. <laughs> Would you like me to find you a box? <laughs> you should sit down. I don't like the tone of your voice, mister. Oh, don't mind him. He's my assistant. I take care of the business here. Hmm. How many crystals do you have? About a dozen on me and more back at my cart. Mm-hmm. A dozen or so. And you want two gold per? Yes. I think maybe instead I'll just take them from your corpses. And he casts magic missile. <laughs> but not at you. Instead you see uh, four bolts uh, strike towards uh, four different people in the cages. Um, two of them strike kobolds and the other two strike two villagers. And uh, as the bolts hit them you see them die and fall over dead. And you can kind of see an energy coming off of them and being sucked towards the crystals in the robots. Mm-hmm. And four of the robots come alive and roll for initiative. Eight. Oh, I'll uh, just roll for initiative now too. Yeah. And you Probably just would have been able to hear all this. Yeah, we'll yell yeah. for you too. Three. So yeah, I'll be I'll Beautiful. be late on the scene. Seventeen. Nineteen. Oh wait, but it's five, I guess. Nineteen. Oh. Seventeen. What'd you 21. get, Eric? Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, what'd you get, Fala? Five. Nice. So Kira gets to go first, and she's not currently in the room. So you could just run into the room and just. Yep, I'm gonna do that. Okay, you whipping out your bow? <laughs> yep, I'm gonna aim for the guy's throat. For for the wizard? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead for and roll. Wait, how many other dead people are in the room? Or alive people? Mm-hmm. Um, there doesn't seem to be a lot. There's maybe another four people. Mm. Yeah, I'm going for his throat. And they all seem to be about kobolds. I'm so going this one. Um, no, make that. There's about four people and two from the kobolds and two women still. Seven plus four. Is eleven? Yeah. Okay, you just bear. Uh, you <laughs> whip out your bow and you just fire at it and he just goes, Wah! and just dives to the ground. Mm. Uh, I brought him down for you. So. Kill him. <laughs> so he fell down towards us? No. I mean, he's still up on oh. the, the large platform up there. I probably didn't describe it very well. Like, it's... Platform's it. not yeah. the right word. It's it's like another le- another level up in the cave. And he's mm-hmm. up there and you just have to take the stairs to get up there. And you just, you fired an arrow at him, and he just kind of like, just dove to the ground. So you can't even see him anymore, because he's prone up there. So to take the whole turn just to run up there? Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, for reference, each round is about six seconds. Can I use Mage Hand to scare him off the ledge? Um, he is also a spellcaster, so he's not going to find it that terrifying. Mm. He knows what a Mage Hand is. I'm going to cast Charm Person on him. Uh, what's the range on that? 30 feet. You're not close. I am going to run up those ladders, or better yet, I'm going to stealth up the infrastructure. You're going to be, definitely get disadvantage on that stealth roll. I'm going to run up it. Okay. So. <laughs> You're sprinting up the... So, uh, I mean, you don't have to roll yeah. anything. Uh, so you make it up to the top of the stairs. Uh, Eric. The robots would get to you before next turn, right? Um, Probably. Okay. Um, you, well, you're a little further into the room, mm-hmm. so I mean, and it's kind of two on both sides. Right. Uh, Kira's kind of still in the entrance, so it would take them a little bit longer than one turn to get to them. 
But currently, all four of them could probably get to you. Okay. Which would probably be bad. I'm going to run for the stairs as okay. well. Okay. And I don't try and draw their attention somehow. Like, yeah, come and get me. Um, make a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eighteen. Nice. Sure. They're kind of like, okay, whatever. All right. So the bad guys. It's their turn. Um, the four robots on the floor, um, two of them that are closest to the stairs see you and start ambling over towards you. Um, they just amble over. They don't They don't get to make any attacks. The other two start ambling over towards Kira. Um, the wizard stands to his full height, which is not that impressive, <laughs> uh, sticks out his paunch, assuming what he assumes to be a very impressive pose and says, Don't you know who I am? And uh, another slightly uh, bigger robot, the one he was apparently working on, kind of ambles up to its feet and starts uh, and uh, turns itself over towards you. And it's Follister. I'm still not here, right? You're so still I... in the tunnel, but you, like, it's combat. You definitely know that things are going poorly, so you can walk into the room and do something. Um, as you walk into the room, you're standing next to Kira, and you see two, two robots kind of ambling their way towards the mouth of the cave where you two are standing. You see two robots walking over towards Eric, and you see at the top of these stairs, you see Keldon uh, facing off with this very dumpy wizard that also has a robot up there. So is that is that wizard the one in the black robe? Yes. He is the only living person in here that's not in a cage. So I already cast my two spells, right? Uh, no. Identify you cast as a ritual, so it didn't burn mm. a spell slot. I think you just cast so the one. Can I cast mm. missile? Yes. Who are you casting magic missile at? Um, I don't know. It's kind of all fair game at this point, yeah. isn't it? Uh, what's the range <coughs> on magic? I should say on the card. 120. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're fine. You can target anybody you want. <clears throat> um, I don't know. These robots are going to Yep. So, are there ones closest to me? Yep, you have two of them ambling towards yourself and Kira. Can I Target. split both Yes, you can. Them? You can shoot two at one, one at the other, or you can even split all three of them to hit three different robots. Mm. Maybe split them to all different ones, so the two... So two closest to you and one going towards Eric, or...? Um, sure. Okay. So roll a d... You don't have to roll the hit. Magic Missile automatically hits. So roll a d4. Four. And that's plus one, so one robot takes five damage. <coughs> roll again. And that's the... <laughs> for the water. One. So we have five, two, and... The last one? Three. Okay, so Fala throws back her head and shoots three silvery missiles out of her hand, which strikes three of the robots. Uh, the two, the one closest to her staggers quite a bit and doesn't seem to like it very much. Uh, the other one close to her doesn't seem quite as effective, and one of them com- coming towards you, Eric, uh, also staggers quite a bit. And it's back to Kira. Hmm. So dumb. I'm going to attack the one... That had the plus five closest to us. Okay, the one that took With the most damage. Arrow. Sure. Yeah. So it's just 12. 12? Plus. Plus what? Is it plus four then? Because you have a plus four on your bow? Oh, yeah. So 16. Uh, that hits. Okay. Uh, roll the damage. Three. All right. <laughs> so you pull back your bow, and you're like, all right, I got this, I got this. And you let loose, and your 
the arrow goes and hits it like right in the crystal and you see the crystal crack and it kind of but it still starts slogging forward but it's somewhat sluggish now it's uh it didn't like that okay uh next in the initiative line is Kelvin. i'm gonna attempt to charm the mage okay um i don't think you have to roll anything so let's see if i and you're we <coughs> clarified that it's a 14 right yes he uh resists he is not charmed <laughs> no more spells for me either today <laughs> you got your other one in fact he seems a little upset about it says, you dare charming me i do dare <laughs> eric it's you your did turn dare. i dared <laughs> i dared do i think i can get up the stairs and still attack one of the robots there's the robot up there um eric is unsure but i will tell you that you can't quite make it. you can almost make it but not quite You have two of them chasing you. Right. I'm going to position myself on the stairs so that only one of them can get to me. Okay. And then I... Ready and attack? Yeah, okay. Ready and attack to attack the first one that gets to me. Okay. So, the, uh, the two robots are ambling towards you. And... The healthier of the two gets to you first. Okay. And starts ambling up to you and starts rearing up to punch, and you make your attack roll. Come on. Fifteen. That actually hits. Yay! These ones don't seem to be quite as big and strong as the one you mm. fought before. Thank goodness. <laughs> that is a seven. Seven damage? Yep. Alright, so uh, you rear up your action, you're just like, alright, I finally get to hit something. <coughs> and you go, boom, and just shear his left arm right off. I like it. But the robot's just like, and his right arm, which is reared up for the punch, still goes in for the punch. And he rolls uh, a 14. DC 15. So he whiffs. Uh, clearly, he did not enjoy having his arm popped off. <laughs> and the uh, other one, the formerly more hurt one, is just kind of behind him, just like, he can't get around. Um, <laughs> and the other two robots that were walking towards the front of the cave uh, walk up to Kira and Fala. Rut row. Rut indeed. Uh, the first one swings at Kira. <laughs> <laughs> and rolls an 8. That's good. So my armor class is 13. Your armor class is 13, so the whips. Yeah. And against Fala, rolls a 15. Oh, dear. And I am 12. <laughs> so, Fala, you take 2 damage. And um, the wizard up at the top um, is still kind of in full gloat mode. Hmm. Don't you know who I am? I am the best wizard, the top of my class. I am the seventh warlock. I am the Dark Lord Chad. Dark Lord Chad. 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 <laughs> well, if you're the seventh warlock, well, how are you the top of your class? You shut up! These are and, he and he points at you, and the big robot ambles over towards you. Oh, shit. Oh, look what you got. Look <laughs> <laughs> <Mouth> yours. <laughs> <laughs> the voice kind of hurts. Um, 14 against your armor class. Me? Yes. I have 15 armor class. All right. He, uh, he whips it. Um, so it's back to you, Fala. Mm. Can I cast Firebolt? You can cast Firebolt. <laughs> At the, I guess, whatever one's closest to me? Uh, sure. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll a ranged attack roll. Let's roll a d20. And add your 5 to it. 21. That definitely hits. So roll your damage, which I believe is a d10. 
for this one? Mm-hmm. Which is one of these? Uh, that's nope, 12. that's a 12. Um, it's the, this one. Three. So uh, the one that you, in front of you, you, uh, you throw a fireball right in its face, and it kind of staggers back a little bit, but uh, this one wasn't terribly hurt, so it, uh, it withstands the blow. Zero. I'm going to try again with my longbow on the one that's got the cracked crystal. Alright, so if you're shooting at something that you're engaged with melee with, you have disadvantage on the attack. Okay, so I should maybe do... Your dagger's pretty good. Yeah, I'll do my dagger. Okay. You can uh, drop your bow as a free action and whip out your dagger and stab at it. Okay. This one? Yep, make an attack roll. Your dagger. 18. Ooh, 22. Uh, you definitely hit. Uh, roll the damage roll. This one? Maybe the triangle for the oh, dagger. Right. Two plus two, four. All right. So this robot is up on you, and you're just like, screw this, and you drop your bow, you whip out your dagger, and you just leap onto it and just jam the dagger right into the crystal, and the crystal just shatters into two. Yay. And you just write it right to the ground, and you're just like, <laughs> you are alive like you've never been before. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> One of the robots has been vanquished. Uh, Keldon, it is your turn again. Pausing to clap for a moment. <laughs> and um, there's a big old robot in your face. And I'm going to try and roll past it and stab the wizard. Okay, make an acrobatics check. <coughs> 18. 18. Um, that's probably good enough. I have no idea how this actually works, so I was just hoping you rolled high. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll just make a attack roll against your acrobatics check. Yeah, he whips it. Okay. So you roll past it, and you're attacking the wizard? Yep. Try right, to make an attack roll. Stab him with my rapier. Yeah, 24. Targets. Roll damage. 28. Nope. Oh, this one. Yep. 11. Okay. Um, <laughs> Chad staggers backward with your rapier plunged right into his uh, shoulder and is like, Ah, why? And Eric, it's your turn. <laughs> I'm going to drop my great axe, okay. draw my hand axes, and take a swing at the first uh, robot. Okay. That is a 17. That hits. 10 damage. Uh, so, like, this robot who only has one arm is just, like, ready to just duke it out with you. And you, you drop your big axe, you whip out this little one, and you just go, boom, and just knock it straight to the ground. And the crystal just shatters. And it's All just right. pretty amazing. So I should have my move <coughs> and one more attack. Go for it. All right. <laughs> so then I move forward and I attack the other one with my other hand axe. Sure. A 17 again. That hits. Now I don't add my strength to this roll. Glad you looked up these rolls. Uh, so that is just a two. Just a two? Just a two. All right. Uh, this second attack doesn't go over nearly as well. You step <laughs> forward, and with your left puny arm, you're just like, Rah! and just hit it, and you just kind of scratch the paint a little bit. And it's like, <laughs> And next, it's the bad guys. Um, so there's one robot still on Fala. So, against Fala, uh, this robot rolls. Critical. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, what does that mean? Uh, it did seven. Nap time. So, how many hit points did you have? One? Three. Three? Three oh, you're left. So, you are currently unconscious on the floor with a robot. Fist-shaped dent in your forehead. <laughs> oh no! We will avenge you. My spiky things. <laughs> um, um, and against 
Uh, I'm guessing a nine does not do it against you. No. <laughs> nah, it just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> and the one robot. Uh, oh, no, wait. That wasn't a critical hit. I'm sorry. I read this wrong. So you only took four damage. Well, <laughs> you're still unconscious, <laughs> but not nearly as unconscious, I guess. Okay. Um, and the big robot rolled a 23 against you. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so this big robot is just totally pumped because it's like, all right, I was just made for this purpose. And he swings and he just hits you and he clips your shoulder a little bit and does three damage. Okay. Because apparently he's not that effective. And um, Chad is not particularly thrilled with you stabbing him in the shoulder. Um, <laughs> That's understandable, Chad. Like, You're going to ruin everything. Um, guess chill touch. That's a good necromancy spell. Mm. I suppose I rolled pretty close to him to get that stab in there. Yep. Um, <laughs> so I'm guessing a 17, does it? Yes, I have 15 AC. All right. So he conjures up this. A ghostly skeletal hand. Oh no. And this hand <laughs> reaches forward and grabs you around the throat. Shit. <laughs> and it does three damage. Still breathing. And you are unable to regain hit points until the start of your next turn. And this hand is just clutched to your throat for one turn. Bummer. And I think that's all the bad guys. Um, and then follows turn. Yeah, I have to look up death saves. <laughs> What happens when you are unconscious? I don't have any idea. Why haven't I been raging? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a barbarian, right? I'm a barbarian. <laughs> Roll a d20. Seven. Okay, you take one failure. So, mark off a failure. And then it's back to Kira. I will... Let's see, I'm close to the other robot. Yep, there is one robot right next to you guys still. I'm going to try to dagger that one, too. All right. Attack roll. Plus 12. 12 does not make it. Okay. Uh, so you just kind of swing at it and just kind of maybe left a little bit of a scratch on it. And it's just like, Keldon, it's your turn. I'm going to go for another stab on the Chad, the warlock. On Chad? All right. All right, Chad, your other shoulder's going down. <laughs> or your throat. <laughs> Depending. 20. That's definitely a hit. And uh, roll damage. Forgetting this is a D8. Yep. Ooh. Five. All right. So you stab at Chad again, and you slice him across the chest, and he staggers back, and he does not look very good, and he is definitely not happy. He says, no, my plans can't end like this. And he's still just not doing anything because he's... <laughs> <laughs> Eric, it's your turn. All right. I, uh, I have a go at the other robot. Are you going to rage? No. Okay. Because, uh... I fight one robot, and if I don't attack or take damage at the end of my turn, then... Uh, rage ends? Rage ends. So I kill it. And you're you're just not particularly excited about this combat. You're like, <laughs> pretty much. Whatever. Whatever. No big deal. <laughs> just, just one robot. Uh, uh, what'd you roll? Uh, 16 plus 6. Yeah, that so. hits. That's 9. You cleave it in twain! Sweet. Um, <laughs> there is now two robot halves. Nice. I take my rest of the move to go up the stairs. Okay. And it's to the bad guy's turn. So the robot next to you, Kira, is like... I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> the robot next to you is like, I just got that paint job. What are you doing? And swings at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm guessing a six does not do it. No. All right. And the big robot swings on you, Keldon. 
And uh, rolls an 18. That hits. All right. How many hit points do you have left? Five. Uh, well, you now have two left. Okay. So he uh, punches at you, and you're sh- you kind of feel a weird pop in your shoulder, and you're like, ah, this is not pleasant. And uh, um, <clears throat> and Chad kind of just like is playing ring around the rosy with the robot with you, and just kind of steps around the other side of the robot, and just like, no, I have, I've got to do something. And he just doesn't do anything because he's uh, too busy. He's overthinking it. Hmm. And it's back to you, Fala. Well, he's like bleeding and stuff. Uh, so maybe twenty. <laughs> hard to cast spells when you've been stabbed. <laughs> Nat one. <laughs> Take another failure. Oh no, what does the failures mean? This is look, this I know, this grim. sounds bad. So, moving <laughs> 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 on. <laughs> we all know what the failures mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Kira, it's your turn. You're married so... to the dungeon master, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very torn about this. <laughs> um... Apparently, I should have cast armor on myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it's your turn, Kira. I'm daggering that GD okay. robot again. Uh, this time I get an 18. That definitely hits. Four. Four plus two, six. Uh, yeah. So, your dagger, uh, you just jam it right in that faceplate again and just crack the crystal, and the robot falls over backwards. Yay. Not moving no more. Nice. And, Kelvin, it's your turn. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> I'm going to roll around the robot All right. and go for a stab. Go for it. Plus plus my uh, acrobatics, 16. Yeah, okay. You, uh, sure, let's, uh... All right, you make it. Okay, now I'm going for the lunge. Yep. 21. Yep, that hits. Roll damage. 10. All right, so you roll around behind the robot and you just stab right, right at Chad's back. And you just strike him right in the spine, and you go, No, my plans! And he falls to his knees and slumps over to the side. And you have conquered Chad, the wizard. (laughs) Huzzah! I guess I only raised like one arm, those are broken. But there's still a robot there. Eric! (laughs) Well, um, I go towards the robot. If I can reach it, I attack. Okay. Go for it. Yeah, you're fine. Alright. I'll rage this time. Alright. So, I have advantage on strength checks and saving throws, but not... Oh, no, that's damage. All right, so, nat 20. Okay, that's a crit. Okay. So, you roll an additional die, and I think as a half-orc, you roll another additional die. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And let's see... I'm not sure you want my die. (laughs) (laughs) This is 3d6 plus... Six. Wow. Twenty. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> great. <laughs> so you come up there, is this with your great axe? or? No, this is just a hand, hand axe because I dropped the other one. So uh, this half-orc just comes flying up the stairs, like jumps up on one of the railings and just leaps at this robot and you're like, Rah! and just slams the axe right into the glass plate, straight through it, right into the crystal and just cleaves this crystal right in half and just the whole thing just... All of, both of them just tumble to the ground. Nice. And you have conquered the robots. Yay. Yeah, I didn't die. <laughs> and Chad. Um, Kira, did you make a medicine roll? Mm-hmm. On Miss um, <laughs> Fala there to make sure she doesn't just cripple it? So I got a 15. Okay. 
So, <laughs> I don't know if that immediately stabilizes her or just gives her a success. Do I get any plus for my win? Yes. I have a feeling it gives advantage, but I'm not 100% sure. Hmm. Seems like a thing. I have a plus one for medicine, I also have a plus one for win. And that's a win thing. It's the same. Oh. The plus one for medicine is because of. All right, so Gina, roll again and roll with advantage. So two d20s. Two. Mm-hmm. Roll over here. <laughs> Yay. Eighteen. Eighteen? All right, so you get a success. Do you want to make another medicine roll? Sure. So 11. Okay, roll so what again. Did the, what did the 12 do? Nothing. So oh. you rolled two and you took the higher one. Oh, So it. roll again, advantage again. Okay, you get one more success. Would you like another, one more medicine? She's got to get three. Ooh, I got eight. Okay, so roll one more d20. One more d20. You got a 50-50 shot, basically, of living here. Do this. Oh, please. Yay! Oh, thank God. <laughs> I can't even see it. You made your success. You succeeded. Yay. So you are no longer bleeding to death. Oh, wasn't You are still unconscious laying there, but you are no longer bleeding to death. I'm not dying. All right. You have defeated can use, Chad. Can I use animal healing on her since she's a lizard? No. <laughs> she's not an animal. All right. We're all animals. Congratulations. You have defeated Chad and his robots. Yay. You only almost died. Yay. <laughs> Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener, obviated objects of oblivion obambulating about, offered unto you in the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org, from our fancy to yours. Mm-hmm.